there's so much value in being able to be somewhere and actually feeling safe to express yourself. I think we're ready to go. Episode four, if I'm not wrong. One, two, birthday, yeah. Episode four of the Realist Podcast. Banners right there. That's like a tradition, like the whole banner thing sitting there. That's just like our mantra now. Said it last episode when we had Bloda, um, our last guest. Make sure to check out that uh, video or that that podcast. It was a two-hour podcast, so it, it does take some time. Talked a lot about basketball and just kind of like our first awkward experience together. It was a ton of fun. And like interesting, interestingly enough, I have a hard – I can't pronounce today. Interestingly enough, uh, we were talking about like sleep at the very beginning, which is kind of weird. Um, but I, I guess that's just what comes up in conversation these days, especially when you're doing podcasts. That's like the thing. Like it, you have an hour, two hours. I mean, for that sake, it was two hours just to basically do whatever you want to talk about. And that was the main thing. Um, and I'm sure with our guest today, we're going to be talking a bit about just really whatever pops up because I don't know him personally well, but... I know him enough that we got him onto the podcast. Um, our guest today is an avid dancer and a multitude of other creative routes. We met at the 2A State Track Meet. He has two last names, and his name is Samson Irish Lodge. Everyone, welcome, Samson. <laughs> Woo-wee! Thank you. I'm the only one clapping, but I, I hope you're clapping at home as well. So sweet. <laughs> so sweet and kind. I was going to say singer, but I wasn't like 100% sure about it. Yeah, I, say, I sing. Okay, okay. I dabble. I yeah, dabble. okay. That's yeah. why I said like just a multitude of other creative routes. Yeah. Because I didn't really know what I was like, what do I label? Like entrepreneur, coffee shop owner. <laughs> no, definitely like, not. You know, like I, you know, <laughs> I had no idea what to put. So I was like, yeah. I, know we, I know you do dance. We'll talk about that today. Sure. sure. I was like singer. I'm like, I feel like on your Instagram, I've seen singing. Yeah. But yeah. I just wasn't 100% sure. Uh-huh. So yeah. our guest today, a, a dancer, singer, and multitude of other creative routes. Hello. He's got two last names. We met at the, the list goes on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Basically, redo yeah. the intro with him here. Just flash him in or something. Oh, that'd be super sick. <laughs> yeah. if you flash me in, that'd be yeah. super sick. That'd be really cool. That'd be super dumb. Yeah. How you doing today? Today? I'm today. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I'm tired. Sure. Uh, you just got off work. Yeah. So I appreciate you coming on. You Absolutely. Know, working like a double shift, it feels like. Yeah, low key, I yeah. guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, got off work, did a little bit of training. We're in our summer okay. training season. Okay. For track. Yeah. Uh, and that's been going good. Rolled my ankle a few days ago. Ah, dude, that's. That hurt really bad. Yeah, so it's never fun. No, it's never fun. Not. But I'm on the come up now. I can run good. again. I'm good. feeling good. Good, yeah. yeah. Usually, usually when you roll your ankle, you just kind of got to give it like a day, just kind of yeah. heal up. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, especially since I like, play basketball, it happens a lot. Because mm. I don't wear like proper basketball shoes when I'm hooping outside. Sure. I just kind of wear like the slides that I wore when I went went to go meet you outside. <laughs> I just like wear those slides and just hoop. So like it's very susceptible for them to just like roll. Yeah. And so it happens. <laughs> it's it actually hap- really dangerous. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't like go hard hardcore. Like, and I've used them for like months, so I'm pretty sure pretty used to like the contact and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. It's 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 happened a few times, but okay. It's not bad. It's not bad that I'm like, oh, ow, like send me to the doctors. Yeah. Is this a level two sprain? No, it's just like walk it off and you just kind of like run it off. You're like, okay. Yeah. That'd be terrible if you were getting a level two sprain like every week. Yeah. 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 I might just need to 
slice them. Just get some like, yeah. Whoa. Or just not play basketball. I mean, Ever it's, again. It's slice yeah. or, you know. Slice. <laughs> slice or not play basketball. Slice or not. Yeah, I okay, really I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one but or the other for sure. Yeah. So how's life been, you know, after mm. track? You know, I imagine you got some time off or no time yeah. off, especially saying we're in late June. Yeah. So life after track. I mean, we had our conference meet. It was okay. great. It was cool. It was a really good time. Yeah. Uh, but then it was right into finals week. So finals oh. were actually happening that week of track. Yeah. Um, so I had to like schedule out things before I yeah. had like three projects. I was like, I'm just going to have to do this over in a weekend yeah. so I don't have to focus on it when I'm competing. And yeah. so it was just honestly track went right, right back to school. Sure. Just getting to go. And, um, but after school was done, everything sure. like that, things just chilled out, moved into a house. Okay. Doing you living with anybody? Living. Yes. I'm living with five of my other friends. Okay. Beautiful home. We're loving yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like I, we, what was I going to say? I know what I was going to say. I don't know how to say it. We, uh, remember Zach. Yes. He was here yesterday. He wasn't on the podcast. Um, but he's, he's trying to get home sure. to Australia yeah, yeah, yeah. because he's Australian to Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, so he needed to go get a COVID test. Wow. He messaged me like, Hey, the first plan was like, he was going to stay here for a few days. And so we, I was going to try and get him on, okay. um, later, later down the line, we'll probably get him on. But, okay. um, second plan, that, that whole plan just kind of didn't really work out based on the flight. So plan two was, okay, he's going to go stay with Spencer Barrera, one of the 400 runners at Idaho. Sure. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then. I drove him from Deer Park all the way to Coeur d'Alene and back to my house. And then we were talking, and he and he, he would mention that he lives with, like, six, seven other people. Yeah. Like, it's just like a mini frat house. A little bit, yeah. yeah it feels like exactly it. like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, my cousin uh, Hunter. Sure. He's not, like, you know, like, immediate cousin. He's, like, second cousin. Mm-hmm. My sure. dad's cousins and then son. Okay. So, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. cousin, to make sure. it simple. Uh, he went to Gonzaga. And he lived with like six or seven other people. Yeah, and it just feels like like I'm just like, how do you live with that many people? <laughs> like I do, I yeah. don't understand it because yeah. I've only lived here. You yeah, know, yeah, sure, so, that makes sense. Like, what's that dynamic it's, like? It's really interesting. It, it's surprising how little we actually see of each other. To be okay. honest, because I think what ends up happening is that because everyone develops their own independent independent schedule. Sure. Um, it's kind of rare that we're really all in one place at the same time. Okay. Other than maybe at night. Yeah. Because none not of us share activities. Yeah. None of us do the okay. same thing. We're gotcha. all interested into super different things pretty yeah. much. Right. Okay. Gotcha. So it's it doesn't end up being too crowded or feel like we're encroaching on each other's space yeah. too much. Also, yeah. the size of the house is relatively nice. So Good. We, we have two living spaces that we really share. But okay, gotcha. also at the same time, unless we're having a meal or we want to gotcha. play a video game or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff that you would generally have to have them all be there or yes, multiple to people. Exactly. Yeah, which is nice because it's like, like you said, it's you're not encroaching on anybody. Yeah. You know, and with that independent schedule, like, I mean, obviously you're doing your own thing with track right now or at least summer training, your work. You know, yeah. I can imagine they're also working or doing mm-hmm. errands or buying the eggs and milk for the for the house. Yeah, you know? exactly. So I I can understand where that's like. I don't know what it's like because <laughs> you know all I do is live here. But I kind of uh, to a point because like my sister when she was doing school, mm-hmm. like the high school's like right there. Oh so sure, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, I know when she's gone. I know when she's back. And then she had basketball, and then my parents would come home around the almost the same time. So it's just kind of like semi like I'm just on my own schedule. And we're all on our own schedule. Yeah, you know exactly. Um, so it's just. I don't know it to a point because I'm not living with people my age. Um, but, you know, it's just like my family, we're on different schedules. And that's yeah. just kind of what it's been like Yeah. Uh, for, you know, like the last few years. Especially uh, unless we kind of subtract COVID out of that because, <laughs> like, all of us yeah. are just home. 
So yeah, exactly. Like it didn't really matter. Did you go home for uh, last year during 2020? Like, did you yeah. go back home to the West side? Yeah, I did. And that wasn't fun at all. Really? Yeah. Because well, especially the West side. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like the West side. Stop was everything. Just like, the West side was just really bad COVID wise. Right. Because yeah. Yeah. Especially early on. Yeah. Fortunately, I, I think in some respects that the West side, the Pacific Northwest in general was yeah. taking it really seriously. Yeah. Well, we were the first Washington was the first to have yeah. it. I mean, maybe not like the best historical thing, but like, cool. <laughs> I mean, puts Washington on the map for yeah. maybe not so good of a reason, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we kind of got hit first. So yeah. yeah. So, so I think it was, it was kind of tough in that manner. Cause it was like, I'm going back home and now I'm doing online school, yeah. which I've never done in my entire life. Okay. And I can't really see any of my friends, yeah. uh, like especially some of my closer friends, like their parents are like nurses and stuff gotcha. like that. Yeah. So they were very cautious about having us around house, uh, around the house, all that kind of stuff. Gotcha. So it was hard. It was hard to just be like at home doing school online in a way that I really didn't want to. I packed yeah. myself with a bunch of classes I was taking. Gotcha. Uh, 20 credits or something like How that. How many, what are you studying? Uh, psychology. Okay. And yeah. music and sociology. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> just a full plate. <laughs> just like yeah. five, like it's not even like appetizers and dessert on that plate. It's like, like entrees, entrees and entrees. Yeah. I, I was just working, working, working. For like 10 people. Yeah. <laughs> like. All in my bed. I had no, de- it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> it was just bad. It wasn't that fun. Um. But uh, we're on the come up now. Yeah. You know? Which yeah, is a good thing. Yeah, which is like kind of nice just because it's like, interestingly enough, like, I think people maybe had like the, like, when is this going to end? And I yeah. think maybe early on that was kind of like, you know, in the back of people's minds, mm-hmm. you know, like, when is this going to end? Like, when can we get back to like a normal society? Um, especially with like a lot of the, the rollout, uh, people are getting vaccinated and to what extent you know especially yeah like washington we kind of have that extrema of like western washington is pretty pretty blue eastern washington is pretty red so it's just kind of like up in the air yeah but and 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 the thing is like some people just don't care you know (laughs) so it's just like it's just like if you really do care go do your thing you know yeah um and others you know take it still pretty precautiously you know you never really know so it's just it's just weird because even i was in that same boat like I still saw my friends like Idaho kind of said, eh, yeah, in, exactly. In the summer. Idaho was way different. So, so yeah. I was just, I, we, we went over there a few times and even when it was first happening, like April, May, mm. like I was still like downtown, like making videos or at least like things that didn't involve people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I was still out and about and just making videos, you know, it didn't seem super off that my life had changed, you know, minus the track aspect. Yeah. Um, so that was a kind of like a big aspect that was kind of like still in the air and you know like high school students like like that was like the worst possible time that must have sucked the class of 2020 yeah yeah Yeah. prom was stripped away yeah like their last like two months were just like sorry yeah and then like their graduations were like i don't even know some some were different some were different yeah some were different the drive in yeah we kind of had the same thing this year yeah but they actually had people there which was kind of nice so I, i don't know to a point what it was like but they had like a ceremony out on the football field. Oh, and okay. that was like a big enough area that they can fit a whole bunch of chairs and a whole yeah, bunch yeah, of people yeah. of like 200 people graduating. Yeah. And the speakers, they talk, you know, principal, that whole routine, shebang. And then they basically got into like their cars. And then th- they basically came into the front of the school where they can do like that photo. 
Oh, you know, you sure. Yeah, so yeah. they had, like, their photo with their, their fake diploma at that time. Right. So that was kind of nice. They did that last year, too. Okay. Um, yeah. And then that was just kind of that. And then similar thing this year, just with the ceremony. Yeah. So I know. Sorry to t- class of 2020. Yeah, jeez. We kind of skated by. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We like did. Tw- 2019 was pretty good. Was it? 2019 was sick. Actually. It was a solid year. Yeah. Like I think, especially with both of us graduating. Yeah. Solid. Like just year of our, our lives. Oh, hundred percent. And you know, throughout like the 18 years that we've been alive <laughs> at that point, you know, yeah. it was, it was nice just to finally finish our education there. Yeah. And I didn't even know you were coming to Whitworth. Yeah. Um, until I saw either on your Instagram or it might have been just when I saw you at the meet, and I was like, "Oh, you go here." And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah," because I think we were at that um, the Idaho meet. We were down in yes. Idaho, yes. And I and for I indoor. saw you there, and I was like, "Like, we chatted for a bit and whatnot." And then that's kind of how we started talking again. Yeah, because we never really talked at that first meet at state. Yeah, no, the vibe was different. Yeah, it was. Different. I mean, it was a rainy day. <laughs> it was sucked. like well, and especially like you said, the vibe with like the you know mentality of like yeah. you know this is our final meet, we're gonna go compete type thing. Yeah, and, and and for me, I was just I was pretty isolated. I was like not in my head in a bad way, mm. but I was really focused. Yeah, because I knew it was a big and I and I came in first seated. Yeah, so it's like yeah, that's huge. Like that's you know, it was a different mentality if you're like tenth or ninth. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, later into the seeds it's just kind of like you're there to have fun or maybe even even more further you know yeah you know maybe around that like eight to twelve you're like can i get on the podium so it's a different different vibe for sure and so yeah i was glad that we actually got to talk me too you know and actually got to like yeah properly meet each other Mm -hmm. um and then i learned about your last name (laughs) Uh, do you want to explain how like your last name to a point because i already know it but for those listening yeah my last name, my last name is Irish Lodge, uh, hyphenated. Yeah, and it's because I was adopted by a lesbian couple. Yeah, and the one of their last names is Irish, the other is Lodge. Put it together, might as well. Yeah, and then I think it's a good way. Both. I think it's yeah. a good way. Yeah, you 100%. know, I think you know, especially when people get married, one takes the last name typically. Yeah, you know, and especially with uh, like you said, a lesbian couple. Yeah, and maybe that's just kind of hard to decide because they're both actually really cool. Yeah, like Super Irish sick. and Lodge. Yeah, and so that's just kind of like I think that's an interesting aspect about you. You know, having like maybe some people think like that last name is just mm. you, who knows. You know, maybe it's just that that last name. You know, Irish Lodge is the last name, but I think the backstory behind that is pretty cool. Yeah, and yeah, something about it is just really different. I think because I think it also mirrors the kind of relationship I have with my parents. Yeah. Um, and this idea that it's like this is like a new bloodline kind of yeah right? so yeah if I have a absolutely kid, they'll be the first Irish lodges in the yeah. world yeah from what I understand yeah I don't so. know any other Irish lodges out there <laughs> if there's somebody on TikTok TikTok's like the most powerful thing that you can yeah find that's true random people yeah find your twin maybe you have like a twin <sighs> oh or like a brother that you because you're adopted yeah who knows who knows that'd be insane I would, that would actually be super the realest sick. podcast is the place that we. We found your brother, <laughs> your long lost brother or sister. Um, but yeah, that's pretty cool. So when were, what age were you when you got adopted? I was two days, two okay. days after I was born. Wow. Yeah. yeah so as fast as legally possible in yeah. Las Vegas. So wow, you some from Nevada. Yes. Wow. Well, yes. And are are your parents from Nevada or are they from Washington and found? No, they're actually both from the East Coast. Wow. Um, okay. And but they were working with an agency that was down okay. in here. Um, gotcha. and so, and so, yeah, they just kind of swooped me up. Then we moved to Washington. Nice. Yeah. Nice. What, what, what state over on the east side? Yeah. So they're from Massachusetts and Vermont. Oh, wow. Yes. And do you know how they met? 
Yeah, they met through like a mutual friend. Okay. Um, my one of my moms went to did her graduate, actually got her doctorate in oh, Vermont. Wow. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. So I think that's and where that's they a Massachusetts meeting. to Vermont. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So she went to college up there, and then met there through some mutual friend, yeah. something like that. Gotcha. Like yeah. College type thing, or just yeah. like seeing well, at a bar. Uh, who knows? I, who knows I the really specifics? don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, and I mean, it's interesting, like, my parents met for, like, a dating app, had their first date at Chili's, you know, <laughs> it's so just, sweet. Yeah, I, I know, that's it's, actually just, like, so sweet. it's just, like, a cool, like, a little story, you know, uh-huh. that you're like, well, like, that's so cute, you know, <laughs> and then we were, like, joking around last week, like, when we were at my birthday, mm. uh, over at Vesqueros, great Mexican restaurant, oh, yeah. yeah, it's great, and we were talking about, like, my mom's email, because she forgot her old email password, and we were joking, she's like, that wasn't even my first one. I forgot the password to the other one too. <laughs> like when she first had it, it was like Tacoma crazy. I was like, mom, <laughs> what are you on? <laughs> like that's your uh, first email. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And Bad so, choice. Yeah. My I'll dad's, my dad's is pretty easy. I'm not going to say it on, on sure. Yeah, obviously <laughs> I don't want people sending <laughs> emails to your dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, my dad's pretty easy. He's had it since like, he joked that he had it since the 80s. I was like, the 80s? I'm like, I'm pretty sure that <laughs> timeline doesn't that work. That can't be true. I'm like, are you an early adopter? <laughs> I mean, surely enough, he was an early adopter because he's a surveyor. Oh, sure. So they use email quite frequently, or at least computing. Yeah, you know, yeah, on the yeah. computer when it was, you know, being being kind of invented <laughs> back then. Yeah, getting so, developed at yes, the time. Yes, yes. Yeah. I know Steve Jobs was like, computer, Bill Gates, computer. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, my dad's like, oh, an email, that's kind of cool. <laughs> like, and I think, yeah, he has a Hotmail, so he's had that one forever. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. that's sick. Yeah, I have a Hotmail, too. I mean, okay. when I first made it, it was the only one that I knew. Yeah. Other than, like, Gmail. Yeah. You know, my dad also had, like, a Yahoo. I also had a Yahoo. Like, it was just weird because it was all I knew. Yeah. You know, I mean, nowadays people are like Hotmail. Like, why do you still use that? We have Outlook these days. I'm like, that what? is true. People, uh, people have this weird territory over email, like the at, like yes, the at. The at. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if it's like at Yahoo, like They're if like, I had an at Yahoo and I yeah. emailed someone, they'd email me back saying I don't trust you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but like if it, if it's Gmail.com, Outlook.com, if it's Outlook, they think you're a business person. Yes. If it's yes. Gmail, they think. They think that you're with it. You yeah, know? you're young. You're, you're young. young. Yeah. yeah, you got like a YouTube account or something. <laughs> yeah, you're running a podcast. Google at your Duo or whatever. Room. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's weird because I mean it was all I knew. You know, yeah. I think there's some like weird perception. You know, because I imagine maybe growing up before you even knew that like maybe a mom and dad like a guy and a girl yeah. were like the normal yeah. or like something more traditional. Yeah, you know, and so like like for me like. Sometimes I just don't know, and it's just the reality for some people. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. I wh- think it's. I think it was interesting because I mean, uh, when you're in school, yeah. right? The things that you learn, the people that you meet, yeah, you, you do so many. New, you just new notice that it's that's what's normal. So yeah. I could tell that I could tell that it was different. Gotcha. But I think at the same time, it made it so that I didn't have an expectation of what uh, a marriage or a couple is supposed to gotcha. look like, right? Yeah. It, to me, it was just that it, it's two people and they end okay. up having yeah. a kid. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, th- I think when you kind of grow up in that space, it doesn't really end up being that you think every couple is supposed to be gay gotcha. or lesbian or whatever. Yeah. Um, just because of the way that society's constructed right yeah. now, you just realize, oh, it's kind of whatever yeah. it's supposed, yeah. what it is. Whatever it is, yeah. you know? It's just two people in love who have a kid, Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, and, like, you know, some people get surrogates, you know? Yeah. Or, like, a egg donated, 
um, you know, especially yeah. like adoption, like you're adopted. So like yeah. that's, that's another form, you know? So there's yeah. so many different ways that people can have a child and become a family. Yeah. 100%. You know, I think there's some type of tradition for certain things. And then there's certain different ways that there is a family, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Some families aren't even by blood. You oh know? yeah. Like, I mean, uh, we had Roger Fisher who was uh, a track star football athlete. Uh, he went down to Wazoo, mm-hmm. and he and he had a lot of trouble growing up through, especially out his middle school, early high school. Sure. And so, like in the Remember the Titans, yeah, I don't know if you know how that movie goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like the the athlete comes to the coach and says like, "Hey, I'm in a troublesome time." The coach ends up adopting him. And yeah. Coming their child. That's how that went. Wow. And so like they became a family. You know, wow. it's not always by just that blood. You know, you become yeah. a family in so different way, so many different ways. You know, and so I think like especially you, you have that unique kind of lens yeah. that it's more or less just to people, you know? And yeah. I think that's very powerful because I think, especially growing up, like we're so naive kids and especially back then it wasn't so, uh, I wouldn't say taboo, but it wasn't just like 80%, you know, this and then yeah. 20% that, you know, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's just like, it's more commonplace now I would say. And I went, like I said, I wouldn't say it was taboo back then, you know, like who cares really? You know, there's a lot of people that get adopted, a lot yeah. of people that, have two moms, two dads, you know, or whatever, whatever you want to call them, mom yeah, or dad. Exactly. Um, and so, yeah, I think it, you have a very unique lens when it comes to that and just a different way of looking at it, especially from early on. Yeah. You know, two absolutely. days you had parents that weren't even blood related. Yeah. But you're in exactly. a family, you know, so yeah. it's just a weird dynamic. Yeah. That's yeah, not I, so I think it, I think it definitely changed. I think it changed the way that I would have viewed just regular relationships too. Yeah. Right. So, so the friendships that I tried developing, especially at a young age yeah. for me were to like try to find other people that I could also call my family. Gotcha. Which was, so, so like the people who are my closest friends, especially in like preschool and kindergarten, yeah, like I, I didn't call them my friends. I called them my brothers and sisters yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Like that. So, so, so yeah, I, I think it's just uh, when you're in that new dynamic, it, the idea of family isn't really centered around a specific structure. It's more just centered around this idea of love. Yeah. Uh, and that somebody's there for you. Yeah. And you can give that to anybody you want. Absolutely. Um, so long as you have the capacity for it. And, yeah. and I think w- I was just in that environment for yeah. a really long time. Yeah. So it just became the basis of. Yeah. Especially early on, you know, like yeah. I, especially when um, there's a there's I think family in a broad sense where you're having like 30 to 100 people. Yeah. It's like a community, mm-hmm. you know, like we're a family as East Valley. Uh, we're a family as the Falls, as the Pirates, you know, like we're a family, yeah, you know, and it's just like that community building, you know, and I think there may be a different connotation mm-hmm. to a larger, but I can kind of get what you're saying with, you know, just those who are around you, you know, like these are my family, these are the people that I love, and these are the people that I care about, you know, whereas family is based on love, not necessarily a, a certain society norm or, or a system that or, that people operate, you know, around, you yeah. know. And so that's just kind of a, a bit different, you know, than what I'm normal or sure. used to, you know, like, because you know, I had a mom and a dad, you know, like, yeah. who knows if I'm adopted? <laughs> like, I need to get a DNA <laughs> test. I don't look anything like my family, <laughs> like, especially growing up. And it was weird because, like, as an athlete, I like, it's just like, it didn't really, like, reciprocate, you know, mm. like, it, it's just like, why am I this, like, really good athlete or like, why am I good at everything? And you know, like you kind of learn a little bit, but it still doesn't quite make sense. You know, <laughs> yeah. you maybe have like three different puzzles and you're still trying to separate all three puzzle pieces, yeah. you know? So it was just kind of like that. And it was just like, 
just didn't really seem like right. And I never really thought about it twice, you know, that I was like, oh, I'm adopted, you know, because these are my family. <laughs> Who knows if I'm adopted? Yeah. Like weird story. My, um, my uncle, he's not my actual uncle, but he's married, married uncle. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. He's the one that took, uh, oh, not these photos. He's the one that took like the profile photo for the Realist podcast. Oh, nice. Yeah. He's yeah. done a whole bunch of other photos for us and our family. Awesome. So he had a mom, his mom. Okay. Okay. So his mom is his mom and growing up, she thought her dad was her dad. Okay. It's not her dad. Wow. And so she has like a completely other dad that's like somewhere. Wow. I think they live in Texas. Okay. Because yeah, that's yeah. where like some things popped up on ancestry. Right. Sure. So, I mean, that's weird, right? Like mm -hmm. your entire life. Because uh, I think her fake dad, I'll just use that as a as for yeah, reference. Yeah, yeah. He had Alzheimer's. Oh, wow. Which is pretty genetically yeah. based, right? And so she was fearful that she was going to get it. Yeah. But once her fake father died, that's when the truth revealed itself on Ancestry and realized wow. that she has, like, you know, cousins down in Texas. And Chris has cousins in Texas. Wow. And that he is a brother that he didn't even know about in Coeur d'Alene. <laughs> like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Like, whoa. like he grew up in, like, south, uh, north, north central Washington. I don't know why I said south. North central Washington. Okay, yeah. So, like, I mean, you, there's not a whole lot of people there. It's not, like, a big metropolis like Spokane yeah. or Seattle or anything on the west coast. And, like, that's, I mean, that's a pretty small place, yeah. you know? And so, like, fake, fake grandfather wow. has a brother that he doesn't even know about. I think it's a half- I don't okay. know. I don't yeah, quite yeah, yeah. know. Um, and yeah, dude, that was weird. You know, like, and he found this out, like, I think at most a year ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so I don't know how they're going to, I think, um, because, oh, this is how, he, this is how, I think Chris was the one that found out. Okay. Because he, my yeah, yeah. dad for Christmas, this is, la this is, yeah. Yeah. In Christmas, he got a, him a DNA test. Because he wanted to get a DNA test. Sure. So it's weird because, like, I guess my dad's to blame. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. So my dad got Chris a DNA test. He took it, got his results back, and questioned his mom. Like, hey, <laughs> you know grandpa, right? <laughs> is, it, is he your dad? <laughs> and I don't know. I, I don't remember. I could be fluffing that if she knew that that was her fake dad. Right. I'm pretty sure that's true, that she did not know that her father was her father. Wow. And then, you know, Alzheimer's, she thought, fearful, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, And then the truth revealed itself. Um, so I don't know how that all worked out because I don't know all the specifics. <laughs> like, I just kind of overhear it and yeah. just kind of like, oh, that's pretty interesting. I'll bring it up in, on the podcast. So, yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah, it's that's just weird. I wonder how many, how many people have some type of, quote, unquote, fake uncle, dad, brother, sister, mom, to be. cousin. There has to be, like, millions. Yeah. Like, like, an overwhelming amount. Yeah. Do you feel like it happens by accident? Like, um... I don't know. I think sometimes it happens by accident, but like, sometimes I know that it is very intentional. Because yeah, I think that I get for that. some people, their idea of a family system is, like, is this idea that it carries on the stigma of their bloodline. Sure. And so if they have somebody who descends from that, they... 
like disown them in a sense, oh. right? And so then sometimes that can split up a family. Sometimes you have situations where uh, maybe there's a separation, whether that be parents, uh, husband, wife, whatever, sure. also makes things complicated. Yeah. And then that can be where that descends. Yeah. There, there's, al- there's always sometimes these just relational issues yeah. that end up to this like weird like structural break. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I think it, it has to happen to so many people. Yeah. yeah. I think the most common thing that I can see it happening is picking up the wrong baby at the <laughs> hospital. Yeah. You know, like if you get discharged and your child's still in the hospital, you know, they maybe have two kids that look similar. Yeah. You know, and just happen to pick up the wrong one. Especially that was really commonplace when there wasn't yeah. really records. You know, I think um, that's so insane. Imagine, you know, well, especially that was not likely in this case, the one that I just mentioned about my uncle's grandfather sure. but like i imagine that was really commonplace in the 50s 60s maybe 70s early 70s mm. give or take in anything before that especially when you have two people that look alike who are you, there's no record on them and then growing up now us we would have pseudo grandparents yeah because they wouldn't actually be our blood you yeah. know in a way, you know, like yeah. quote unquote blood, you know, whatever makes that a family, whatever. Yeah, exactly. But you're just somebody who either A, doesn't look like you or A, is not even related to you in any way. And it's just, I, I think that's so weird to think about. Like out of all these years, I mean, her, Chris's mom's got to be at this point, like 59, yeah. 60 oh. at least, you know. All that time. I all know. that time. I know. Dude, 60 years ago is mid 60s. Yeah. Like that's Whoa. that's insane. Whoa. Yeah, I know. Whoa. Dude, that's that's like crazy. Yeah. Like to think about. Like even then, like like dude, history's so weird. Like, especially in like the day and age that we live in, like twenty years ago, like I you're twenty, right? Yeah. Okay. Like I just turned twenty, so like it's kinda it was a weird feeling turning twenty. It's, uh, it's very it's just weird. Like, it's just like, oh you're uh you're not really <laughs> young anymore, but you're still young compared to everybody older than you but not <laughs> younger than you yeah so like that was weird but like history is so weird like as as a whole mm-hmm. especially as like a country even as like a whole world yeah you know like even stuff that's happened like 15 years ago seems like it's history like <laughs> even though it seems so current yeah right like, even like you know 9-11 seems like it was like a long time ago yeah from I, mean, I like, guess it kind of is i mean it's 20 years ago 20 years this ago. will be its 20th yeah anniversary this year yeah. So like, I mean, my, I mean, my parents, I mean, my mom and dad, I was only three months at the time. Right. Um, like they know where they were when that happened, you yeah. know, and it was weird. I saw this like thing on, uh, Instagram. It was like the first football game after nine 11. I think it was like the Dallas Cowboys and another team. And like, bro, everyone had like American flag, just waving it around, wow. you know, dude, it was weird. Just like how, so together uh, we were, you know? And yeah. then, like, especially last year, that was just kind of, like, a, a weird time as, like, a society, very friction-based, yeah. you know? And it just caused, like, maybe division that wasn't so explicitly, like, you know, caused, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of, like, collateral damage type thing. Yeah, you know? exactly. And that was even a weird time. It's just, like, so weird how we, you know, came from 2001 to 2020, and it just seems like everything has flipped its head yeah you know? yeah i agree i i think it's that i think that what unifies people more is a common enemy rather than a common goal yeah so yeah. and so i think with 9-11 that became a common enemy kind of a thing yeah right? yeah to a point yeah to, yeah. to, to this extent and, and and people banded 
together against that enemy. Yeah. Um, but with COVID, they didn't necessarily look as look at the virus as the enemy. It more became like, well, maybe the government is because yeah, then, of the restrictions. Yeah. Uh, and like, what is that goal? Like, yeah, you know, like, exactly. You know, and especially with like BLM and Black Lives Matter, even that was like a huge thing. Yeah. And as like you said, is it the enemy or is it the goal? Yeah. You know, and I think maybe the enemy was something that united a few or like, or we'll say a, a group. Yeah. And then the goal was something that united another, but those were in friction. And yeah. so it was just like, it was just this weird limbo of just like, what do we do? You know, like, yeah. do we look back at our history and blame all that? You know, like, what can we do now? You know, like, do we look forward or do we look back to kind of be like, this is what it was like. It's still affecting us today. Yeah. Something like that. You know, like, like as a person, you know, like, I'm not racist, you know, like I'm not like going down the streets and doing things that are, are you know, my, that's not my intention, you yeah. know, and doing things that are, you know, out of character or anything like that. Yeah, you absolutely. know, it's just like, it's just like me as a person. But then when you say like, oh, you're a white man, you have no say. It's just like such a weird it's thing. It's hard. You know? It's hard. Yeah. I, I think it's, I, I think it is very difficult to, to, to be an ally and, um, but do it in a way where you always feel good. Yeah. Because, because and I, not guilty of like something that exactly. happened like 30, 50, 50, 60 years ago. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because even it, cause even like if you're not intentionally racist or whatever, yeah. right. If, if you're just kind of lumped in that, in that group of yeah. oppression, um, it, it, it's just hard. You can be as yeah. well-intentioned as you want, yeah. but just the way that things are just might not allow for those things to come out. Yeah. Um, or it just might not be at the forefront of somebody's mind. Yeah, right? and it might even be disvalued because of yeah. you're that group. You know, like, whether if you're you're politically left or politically right, you know, no matter what, even if you feel moderate, you know, mm -hmm. you feel more like the libertarian where you feel like some way left, some way right yeah. in certain aspects, you know? It's so weird because no matter who you're placed with, the other person is going to point fingers and blame you, you yeah. know, for no matter what reason, you exactly. know? And it's just, like, so weird, especially, like, no matter how good a community's intention is or yeah. a group's intention is, you know, there's always going to be people that are, are at arm's length going to resist you, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's just, like, this security guard that's, like, at your throat, you know? Like, the yeah. bouncer is, like, not letting you into the club because... Yeah of certain things yeah, um, that are either A, out of your control or just, like, things that are more or less society-driven, you know? And yeah. it's just so weird because, like, I'm such an individualized, independent person, you know? Like, who cares what other people do, you know? I'm, I'm all about intention, and that's my intention, yeah. you know? Like, my intention as a YouTuber and as a content creator sure. is to entertain, yeah, you know? And I base it off my why. I want to give people the confidence to do the things that they want to do, mm. you know? And somebody else's, like, whatever they do may be different than something that yeah. I maybe agree with. But no matter what, I am always here to entertain and give people those com that confidence to do the things that they want to do. Yeah, you know? So absolutely. it's just like, it's just like, no matter what, if I disagree or disagree, I'm willing to agree to disagree. You know? Like, yeah. I think there is also... Like, a lot of people look at it as, uh, like, some some are winners, some are losers in, like, more of, like, a capitalistic state, yeah. you know? Um, and that's, like, the, that's like the I guess, point that you have such contrast, you know? We have a wide range, 
range of people, especially in the United States, the land of the free, you know? There's a lot of people that come here because whatever is going on from where they came from is not good, mm. you know? Like, this is the place that they want to come, even though we have our own problems. Yeah. You know? Like, think about it like um, you're the jolly-go-lucky person, and everyone comes to you for, remember, a, like, relationship advice mm. or they're going through a hard time, right? You still got your own problems. That's basically, like, these different nations of people coming you know, going to United States, yeah, because they have their own problems at home, sure. and they're coming here for a a through Z. You yeah. know, you know, we still got our own problems as a nation. You know, and I think to a point, there's also a lot of the people driving this this wildebeest of the United States mm. that are are also wide spectrum. That it's really hard to either a have a common enemy. Or yes. two have a common goal. Yes. Um, I was uh, watching Big Brother, and one of the – Big Brother's a TV show, if you don't know. There's uh, There was one person, especially this was happening during last summer. Mm. So there was still kind of a lot of friction going on. Like this is June, July, so wow. still, yeah. still some prevalent um, uh, problems. And one person was like, we have the same goal as a, as a nation or whatever but we're taking different vessels to get there. Yes. You know? And yes. so we have different means of getting to the same goal, you know? Yes. So what are your thoughts on that? I think that I think that the United States is one of the most diverse places in the world. And because of that, it has a lot of potential. Yeah. If if we have if you have a really diverse body, but we I think like the intention is that we have a diverse body of people. We give everybody a voice. Everybody listens to each other. And then subsequently we have the most holistic and best solutions, right? Yeah. Like we would become the best nation because we have the most differentiating minds coming yeah. to one point. So, so we're taking in all this information, yeah. all these ideas, but uh, that doesn't really happen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So uh, th there's just so many differing ideas and there's just so many aspects of an individual and their environment that yeah. makes them who they are, that it's really difficult to navigate that as yeah. well. Diversity is really important, but diversity yeah. is also very volatile. Yes. If you have two people with differing religious backgrounds, yeah. it can take years for yeah. just those individuals to be able to be on the same page. Yeah. Um, but if you think about it on a nationwide scale, when we're trying to do things like elect representatives for, yeah. uh, for, for to try to speak for... Yeah, a massive group. people's yeah. groups. It, it's hard. That is very difficult to do, and uh, I w I wish it was easier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really and it's do. not. Yeah, and it's not like one size fits all. You yeah, know? It's, that's the hard part yeah. to kind of navigate. Uh, one thing that I do, uh, maybe not admire. It's just like the wrong word. Like, uh, like sure. st states. Yeah, we have so many. You know, like, we have a governor. They represent our state. You know, you have yes. a district within that state, so it ladders down and it filters down. And obviously it filters up and it builds up like a pyramid. You know, you have your people at the bottom. You know, you have your local representatives, your your state representatives, uh, and then your overall government, yeah. your federal government. And so, like, that's something that I, I, I somewhat like just because, you know, people here, we have a general uh, consensus idea yeah. of, of what we want as a city or as a, as a county. Or as a region, or like District Five, I think we're District Five in, Sp in Spokane and little neighboring areas. Yeah. Um, 
that idea, I like, I semi like, you know, but to a point, I feel like if we only make, if we separate all 50 states into its own quote unquote country, yeah, we may have some problems, you know? Exactly. So yeah. like, I, you know, I get there's a federalism and, um, what's the other one? There's another one. Federalism is like the federal government, your, your, oh, sure. your, your three systems there. Um, I forget what the other one was sure. uh, for like more state, you know, mm-hmm. local type things. Um, just giving freedom to them, you yeah. know, and I think, and, and, and I think to a point like COVID was uh, handled well in that manner because yeah. like states like Wyoming and, and, and Hawaii. Yeah. They just Alaska, did whatever. They're fine. Yeah. You know, like they got fine, you know, they had their trouble sometimes, but once they got over that, yeah, we're good. You know, where it wasn't like one overarching, imagine if somebody, okay, this kind of seems ironic because like Russia. Like, imagine you had Russia overrule the entirety of Russia, which it does. Yeah. You may have some conflict, you know? Yeah. So it's just like, it's it's really weird because it's like here we have so much freedom and so much uh, movability. And, yeah. and like you said, it's very volatile because the way that we set up everything. You yeah. Know, there's so much stuff. There's like, like so many different ways that people can like do things as like pass legislation, you know, or something that's like, especially like these COVID bills, there's like. 890 things in them, you know, like <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to get like, personally, I'm not going to get anything for it. My parents might, sure, but like, there are so many things that they just start flooding in there. It's yeah. just like, bro, like <laughs> maybe the UFO thing was cool. That was sick. Yeah. That, I, that I was like, okay, I don't really, it's not like it's going to really hurt anybody. Yeah. You know, it's just like, okay, we'll, we'll throw that in there. You know, <laughs> I like, I like it. Some of them, yeah. I don't know the entire you know, list of things, but I was like, UFOs. You know, yeah. I, I'm not mad about it. Who can be <laughs> mad about that? Like, I mean, if if they do exist, uh, I was like, cool. You know, like I was watching Joe Rogan's uh, podcast with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh Neil yeah, deGrasse Tyson. He's a really cool guy. Um, so cool. I know, dude. I love so him. Cool. I love him. He's j- and especially like his Star Talk and, and his TikToks. He's like, you know, like it's just stuff that like. I, I would never learn, but he knows. So like, I'm glad exactly. he's disseminating yeah, 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 yeah. it. And so I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Probably never remember it, but <laughs> cool. And he was like, uh, when they first released it, like UAPs, you know, phenomenons, yeah. un, un, whatever they stand for, like phenomenons is the P instead of the O, sure. like object to phenomenon or UFAs or like some weird stuff like that. Who yeah. knows what the thing's going to be next? UFC, like... <laughs> These aliens are going to start, like, fighting, fighting in the octagon. Other, yeah, no, <laughs> that gonna, would be sick. They're going to have, like, crowds of just aliens, like, alien <laughs> spaceships, and they're just going to battle it out and hit each other. <laughs> it's so weird. No, that'd be sick. What do you mean? I think if there were, like, there's, like, an alien UFC. Yeah. You know how the octagon's, like, three-dimensional? They'd have yeah. a fourth dimension that they're oh, also fighting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, like, teleporting. Like, yeah. They're, like, like Portal 2. <laughs> You're just, like, <laughs> hop up a blue blue little portal. Like, yeah, one hop on the other side. Yeah, yeah exactly. it'd be weird. Simple it'd as that. Weird. Yeah. That'd be really cool, though. But I was, like, watching that, and it was just, like, weird because it's, like, they're UFOs. They just call it these weird things, like, just to kind of, like, mislead or misdirect them. Sure. You know? And I was just, like, okay. Uh, I'm, like, I understand a little bit more. You know, it's not, like, I wasn't super-duper nah. excited that, like, UAPs were flying around. I'm, like, they're still UFOs to me, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then uh, hopefully the UFC League, you know, Dana yeah. White might be in shambles after this. Dana White might be crushed yeah. when he hears about the Alien I know. Fight League. I know. He's yeah. going to have to take his next fights to, like, the sky. Yeah. Not Abu Dhabi. <laughs> not to, like, Andromeda or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the closest star other than the sun. <laughs> I remember one time. Uh, no, that's... Andromeda is definitely not the closest star. It's sure. Alpha Centauri. I remember we were at the uh, at the falls. 
yeah, they have yeah. like a science room, space room. They have a astronomy oh, room. Oh, yeah, so yeah, So you yeah. can look up and blah, 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 and whoever knows what they're talking about has a pointer. It's like pointing to these stars in yeah. the sky that we'd see. The room's dark. <laughs> I remember, I was like, does anyone know where the closest star is to Earth? My 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 friend Jacob, this is funny. So like I'm like, Alpha Centauri. And Jacob, like half a second later, the sun. <laughs> You're right, the sun. <laughs> I was just like, ah, I feel so dumb. Like I had one shot. Like I guess I got the second closest star other than the sun. <laughs> Unlucky. I know. I was just like, she made it seem like, yeah, you're fudging dumb. <laughs> you're dumb. It's the sun. You're right. The sun. It's right here. <laughs> like, oh, I felt so dumb. I was just like, ah. Oh. And Jacob's like six seats over to my left. I'm like, good job, Jacob. Good job. <laughs> good job. I'm like, damn. Wow, big yeah, star guy. I know. I like. I like uh, astronomy. I took astronomy my. This last quarter, no, my winter quarter. Yeah, do I did work, too. Do you work on quarters or semesters? We work on semesters. Okay, um, but we have a we have like a accelerated January semester that's optional. Okay. Yes, so it's just yeah. a month, and you take one intensive course. Oh, and it's just like entirely that. Entirely that is three hours every day. Oh god. Yeah. Wow. Did you do that in January? Yeah. Yeah, Was I that did. Astronomy? I, yeah, I took astronomy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I Dude, loved it's it. It's so cool. I loved it too. So cool. It's just like cool, like learning like your zenith. You're like, look up and you're like, wow, I know what th- I'm like, I know what that term is. Or like <laughs> I do like, oh, when they coordinate like these areas in the sky and I'm just like, whoa. I'm like, oh, I know what that is. I'm like, why is the sun so low? Oh, it's a third quarter. Or I look at the sun <laughs> phase, I'm like, oh, that's a waning gibbous, wax like waxing crescent. I'm like, oh, like I yeah. know th- I know these terms. It's so sick. Yeah. And yeah. then like you learn uh more about the uh what is it the zodiac signs you know, oh like yeah how they created them like way back then but they're all changed now <laughs> but, like anybody who follows it just like yeah i guess either doesn't know that or care <laughs> like <laughs> it's june it's it's gemini season and then it's cancer then leo virgo whatever yeah, exactly. and i'm just like do you think that like a lot of people really base themselves on that stuff i think some people do i i think that i don't know i think that's a form of spirituality for a lot of Sure. a lot of people because I, I can see how it would make sense that like uh, I don't know the possibility of space and how everything happens uh, does uh, for some people does not seem coincidental right sure yeah, and yeah, so yeah. and so the idea of um, the stars and being born at a certain time uh, may also not be coincidental sure right? yeah and so and so I think that's where that idea of like zodiac signs and like fitting certain molds uh, kind of can make sense yeah. in those respects gotcha yeah. so uh, personally I don't necessarily believe it yeah. uh, I think I think it's cool yeah, yeah yeah sure I'm just like I made a song named Gemini because I was born in June you know like it has <laughs> no significance to my life whatsoever yeah you know and I think especially when you see maybe like an Instagram post or like something that I think it's like either a you try and fit what already exists into that yeah or like pick and choose type thing, yeah. you know? So it's just like fully, like does it fully, especially when there's so many different takes about it, Yeah, you know? And like you said, uh, maybe there is some oddly being behind that, sure. you know, some motive behind that. Yeah. Uh, and it's, I, I don't know. Like I had like an epiphany last week. I was just like, bro, we're, we're so small on a grand scale of things. Yeah, pretty tiny. I mean, like 91 trillion light years across yeah. our entire yeah. observable universe thus far. Yeah. And, it, and to think about it, it only gets bigger as we speak. Yeah, nerve-wracking. Yeah, nerve-wracking. and it's just, like, weird. Like, I'm like, dude, how do we get metal? How do people, like, make boats? The pyramids. Like, the pyramids are, like, the biggest 
yeah. like question mark on life as we <laughs> know it. And I'm just like, it's weird because I was also listening to something that was like, we're all living somebody's idea. <sighs> like, dude, I'm just like, oh. imagine back then you're Julius Caesar about to go lead your army into yeah. battle. And imagine he said, eh. <laughs> just eh. <laughs> like, nah. Mm, yeah. You know, Napoleon Bonaparte, eh. Uh, Alexander the Great. Yeah, well. Eh. Victoria, uh, whatever her, she's from Russia. Uh, her name is Victoria. She was just kind of like a, a badass. Menace. Yeah, dude, she sure. was, a, yeah, she was pretty cool. Okay. I don't I don't remember like the, you know, like Alexander the Great. Yeah, you know, yeah I don't yeah, know yeah. what that, it might have been Victoria something. Okay. Uh, Victoria the badass. Okay. Yeah. Or the menace. I like yeah, that. Yeah, the menace. I like that. And, uh, yeah, just what about if she just eh, the pyramids eh too hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it happen, it's crazy. Dude, it's to, so weird. Yeah, it's it's just crazy to think. It's crazy to think. Like, there's like almost eight billion people on this planet, and it's just like I get nervous going to ask somebody to go take a photo. Yeah. For a video. Yeah. It's just so awkward to me, and it's just like I get really not nervous, but I get like. Not anxiety. Like, I don't get, like, crippling anxiety. You know, some sure. people do. I don't really understand it because I don't. Mm. You know, like, maybe I get, like, some type of nerves that are anxiety. But, like, I'm not like, oh, man, I have anxiety. I need to take a step away from YouTube. You know, I don't really get that. Okay. Uh, like, I, I'm very socially awkward. <laughs> I like, okay. and, and it's well, And it's happened more and more as I've gotten out of high school. Because in high school, I talked to people like it was nothing. Yeah. Because I maybe ha either had, like, some status as ASB president or, like, you know, like, as an athlete or just as, like, a student. Yeah. You know? And, like, I'd go talk to, like, new people, like, every day. Yeah. Now, sure. and I'm just, like, I'm just a random YouTuber. I want to take photo with you. Uh, <laughs> can I take photo with you? And I'm just, like, uh, I, like, I don't say it like that, but, like, it's just, like, oh, I just get so much, like. Yeah. I get so awkward. Yeah, like, and it's I just different. Like, don't know what to say. I'm like, I this. I was editing the video today, and I was just like, uh, "Hey, excuse me." Like I, like I always go, "Hey, excuse me, my friend," because I try and establish like a yeah. like a friendly basis. Like I'm not like, "Hey, you brick," you know, like <laughs> you come here. Like I'm always like, "Hey, my friend," uh, I'm doing this YouTube video where I like, I, and I start stumbling over my words, and I'm just like, "I'm doing this YouTube <laughs> video. I need to." Uh, um, uh, YouTube video, one hour, ten uh, <laughs> photo. Um, I need to take a photo, ten photos with strangers, and I'm just like, how do I make this seem comprehensible? Not weird. Yeah, yeah. comprehensible to this person. <laughs> like, makes sense. Yeah. So I always go like, hey, I need to take, I have an hour to take a photo with ten strangers. So like, hopefully that they're like, oh, he only has an hour. I like yeah, photo doesn't really seem to. like that much. I got to like <laughs> maybe feel a little bit more obligated. Yeah. I was watching like a a YouTuber, Ryan Trahan. Yeah, and, and he, I love him, dude. I, I, I found him through Colin and Samir because he was on their podcast or show, and I was yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, dude, this is sick!" And he has like one where he's like the penny for a week. Yeah, and I like, I was like, watching him just like ask people and getting rejected. I'm just like, oh my god, I know that there's exact no shot. I, I, there's no shot I could ever do something like that. It's, just, it's so hard for me. Yeah, like, I don't know. Maybe it, maybe I just need to get into the groove of it. But like getting Definitely. into that groove is so hard. Yeah, it's so hard for me. Like, I just, like, in my head, I'm like, okay, I like, this next person I see walk past, I'm going to ask him. And then they walk past, I never ask him. I'm just, like, <laughs> still thinking about it. It's yeah. so hard. Yeah, it's difficult because, like, I think that, like, the difference in high school and now is that in high school, if people knew the status that you probably had, sure. right? But when you're in the real world <laughs> and, and an adult, 
you no one really knows. And even if you did, they probably don't care because yeah. it doesn't involve <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah. So so it just makes it so much different. Yeah. 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 It's so weird because like I d- I want to go up to people like eating. But I'm like, they're eating. Like, I don't want to, like, disturb them. Yeah. I just, like, I could go ask and be like, hey, uh, can you put down your macaroni and cheese for a second? <laughs> and I'm just like, no, I don't think I want to be. I don't want to in, intrude on people's day-to-day or, like, yeah, what they're already absolutely. doing. So I just get people walking by or whatnot. Yeah. Uh, and there was one, you know, like, uh, especially if you're putting yourself out there, whether you're busking or doing, like, little side things. Like, this one guy, he was making balloon animals. For kids, because there was like a big event oh, down there, so, so I was sweet. Like, I was like, okay, this guy seems like my guy. Yeah, like he's not gonna mind. Like he he's already kind of putting himself out there. We're kind of on the same level. Yeah, I'm just more active in my movement. You know, <laughs> yeah. he he's just making balloon animals. Yeah, yeah, out. yeah. So like I'm going around. I'm like, hey, hey, my friend. Uh, like I have, I'm doing YouTube video. I'm trying to uh, take photos. Uh, one hour, <laughs> like not like that again, but. Uh, and he's like, yeah, dude, I love to. I'm like, oh, sick. And so I'd like take the photo and sick. I'm like, okay, cool. And then I'm like, I find it really awkward for me. And maybe, maybe some part of it is like being protective, like asking females. Yeah. Like, because like whether they're, they may think that I'm like trying to come on to them or like, like, yeah, it's absolutely. just like, it's a really weird way to navigate. Yeah. And a weird stream to navigate. Yes. Cause it's like, I know my fans aren't going to think that. But I don't want the people that I'm asking to think that I'm, like, either, A, trying to hit on them, get with them, or, like, trying to embarrass them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. It's just a weird... Yeah, you see, and I think that's that's probably what's going to keep being difficult about engaging with people publicly that you do not know. Yeah, that yeah. Y- that you just never know what happened in their yeah. life or what is happening yeah. to them right yeah. then. And, yeah. so, and so I think that's... I think... I think you're already taking good steps, right? Just like trying to establish this thing like, hey, my friend, like trying yeah. to make it, just make it seem like, or make it really obvious what you're trying to do. Yeah. Because uh, some people uh, have built fear around strangers yeah. for a very good reason. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. So, so that's tough. That's going to be, you'll figure that out though. Yeah, you'll yeah. And out. I think, and I think, you know, doing like meet and greets. Yeah. But they're already my fans. So it's like, it like, it feels <laughs> yeah. like acceptable to cut, you know, like approach somebody. Yeah. You know, like in that way, that's like, they're my fans, you know, like they understand what I'm doing, you know, like, whereas a lot of these strangers in this case, you know, like females maybe don't know. And especially like me being a male, you know, I'm not super duper intimidating. Like I'm pretty small. Like I'm, I like, I'm not like a big guy. Or, like, yeah, I, you sure, know, sure. like I don't give off the vibe that I'm like going to hurt you in any way, Yeah, you know, or I'm going to like do something that you don't want me to, to do, you know? And so like, it's just like, again, it's a weird path to navigate. And like, I, like you said, I think, there is some protective, you know, like way to go about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, like, I, like, I saw. Well, if there's a guy and a girl, I'd probably be a little bit more inclined to. Yeah. Like, sure. Like, if it's like maybe well, the one hardest thing that's like the hardest thing is if it's an individual female. Yeah. If there may be two girls, I might be inclined to like ask him for like that photo. That's like, I need a photo, one hour, ten strangers type thing. Yeah. yeah I'd be yeah. a little bit more inclined to. Or if there's just like a group, you know, like yeah. the the more niche it gets, I'm like, okay, kind of just back off. Like there was one girl who was taking photos, and I was like, I thought about it because she also has a camera, mm. like Common Ground. Yeah, Common Ground. I feel like I'm okay. I decided not to. Um, and maybe if they're like 50, 
Yeah. I pro- like age also kind of comes yeah, into a factor definitely. because if they're like older, like they're probably either a don't care, don't even know what YouTube is. <laughs> <laughs> they're thinking I'm going to take a photo on like some like flash photography type <laughs> thing. And then the photo is going to print out. I'm like, no, unfortunately not. I'm going to just take a photo from the video and then post it. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it's a weird, weird stream to ne- navigate. Yeah, yeah. And it's probably good to err on the side of caution, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Safe than sorry type thing. Yeah. Because I don't want something 10 years or not even 10 years, like two years, like, oh, he approached me in Riverfront Park and, yeah, you know, some yeah. odd thing to come out. Yeah, and the thing is, too, is that, like, I think it probably would feel more weird for somebody if you seemed uncomfortable doing it because then yeah. then it seemed like there's something on your mind that you that you know yeah. like is is going to make them uncomfortable yeah. or something and yeah. people pick up on that really yeah, easily yeah because if you come in full confidence like yeah. you're about to like go and humiliate yourself yeah. sure perfect but just not the time when I was Super yeah. caught up in like the moment of just trying to even ask people, <laughs> like it's so hard. Yeah, like absolutely. you know, and I and maybe the fear of rejection kind of comes into play, and maybe oh, that's yeah. where my mind is with those mm-hmm. that like females. Yeah, it's just rejection of just like no, I don't want to take a photo, but it's like what are they thinking? Yeah, and it's like to a point, I don't care what people think, but also like I don't want to like be a burden on their time if they're just going to say no anyways. Yeah, exactly. You know? So, like, I mean, there's probably instances in both of our lives where somebody's come super boisterous and loud and energetic, you know, like as a performer or something, yeah. you know, and just, like, you're like, oh, okay, like, this is this <laughs> yeah. is playful, you know, yeah. I understand. But yeah, like you exactly. said, if you both, if you feel awkward or, com- like, not confident and there's something on your mind that's making you nervous – you can imagine what they might yeah, be thinking. Yeah, exactly. Know? Yeah, you pick up on it. Yeah. yeah, maybe, I don't know. Maybe that's why Ted Bundy did so good, man. He was confident. See, I don't I know. On, I, honestly, I honestly believe that because, I don't know, people just pick up on confidence and then feel confident yeah. when they see it. Yeah, you know? because if you feel nervous, you kind of pick up on that. You realize this is yeah. nerve-wracking. You yeah, know? because cause I think when you come in with confidence, there's no good way to tell whether or not you're ill-intentioned. Like, yeah. there's just cer- certain things that you can pick up on. Yeah. But uh, but I don't know if you have the personality, yeah. if you're flirtatious, whatever, yeah. it, you can mask it. And yeah. that's, what was, I, yeah. that's what was really dangerous about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, especially, like, yeah. dude, like, there's, it's weird that, like, especially with people, like, murderous like intent, it's just like a weird feel that I. Like, it's weird. I can yeah, never, I can never fully understand it. Yeah, I can never fully understand that. Like, why? Like, like, do you find joy in it? And like, you're studying it's, like yeah. psychology and sociology, so like, I imagine maybe some of that has to do with just kind of how people move and yeah. operate, or like you said, a traumatic experience that could lead back to how they act. Yeah, th- for some people, um, for some people, it's like. It's definitely like mental illness, right? Sure, yeah. Like, like there's just something um, on the psychological side that's wrong with them that is telling them to kill somebody or that yeah. it's okay to do it. Sure. Which is why yeah. they do it. Or and maybe if you keep feeding that into your mind, exactly. it becomes okay. Yeah. Or for some people, they feel like they have to do it. Okay. Right? Like if like if you had somebody who, who was murderous, murderous yeah. intent. And also, like, a schizophrenic. Okay, yeah, it's just, um, like, two things that... Yeah, and you just had someone in your mind telling you that you had to do it. It yeah. gets to the point where you really just feel like you have to. Gotcha. And, and, and so that just happens. Well, yeah, I think that's the same with, like, depression. You know, yes. like, when people are down and feel like everything's against you. Yeah. Like, it's weird because it almost seems like it's reality. 
Like yeah. we talked about this in the first first podcast with with John, who's who's up there. He's on the middle photo. Ah. Uh, he we were talking about like people saying things that were either trying to get you down, yeah, or just trying to like hurt you. Yeah, and it's just like it felt weird because at a point in my life when somebody would say something mean, it felt like that was what everybody else thought. Yes. It's such a weird dynamic. Mm-hmm. And especially especially with so many heads that have so many thoughts and ideas. And yeah. Especially when you're not maybe not getting all that feedback that's positive all the time. It feels maybe sometimes that the bad is the only feedback that you got. Yeah. So it must be true. And you keep feeding yourself like, oh, man, that is true. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Pe- people are actually much more likely to retain and take in negative things that are happening to them. Uh, rather than be able to take in and then stick with positive things. Okay. Uh, f- for some reason, that's just very natural for, for human yeah. beings. Um, and so because of that, you have to be very intentional about understanding the positive things that are happening in your life. Yeah. Because, like, there's this thing, it's like it's like five compliments need to happen for every, like, one complaint you hear about okay. you in order, in order for things to, like, to, to settle It's like out. a five-to-one ratio that's, yeah. like, it feels like, okay... Maybe yes. that bad thing isn't so bad if I'm got exactly. this chunk of good, th- good things. Yes, because so. uh, our brains are just very pa- powerful, right? If we hear something negative, then we can get into this like cyclical thinking. Yeah, that yeah. if this person has this negative perception of me, what other things are happening that yeah, are negative? That are unsaid. Yeah, yeah, that are unsaid because yeah. uh, we tend to focus on these things. We tend to focus on things that we are concerned about so that we can fix yeah. it. When yeah, you hear yeah, something absolutely. negative, you think, whoa, if that person had something to say, what else is going on? It's like something's wrong with me. I need to fix this. Exactly. And so then it just kind of keeps going. But if yeah. you hear something positive, then you probably don't have to think about it more because it's positive. You're like, oh, well, yeah. thank you. Great. You don't have to fix anything. Yeah, nothing I have to fix. Yeah. I get to go on with my day. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, I definitely think that's, that's a part of it. Negative yeah. things stick to people much yeah. easier than Absolutely. positive things do. Yeah, yeah, because last Monday, I mean, dude, it was, I don't know, it felt like a weird day for me. Yeah. And, and you had reached out, and it just, mm-hmm. like, it just, I don't know, it just, like, changed the entire yeah. environment of, like, I guess, like, that day and that week, you yeah. know? Because, like, I was, I don't know, it was just, like, a weird time, and I don't get down very often. Sure. And maybe it was just, like, like, especially when you get into a habit of, like, looking maybe at numbers or something, uh, maybe for the sake of the hypothetical of just, like, seeking a certain validation or hitting yeah, a certain mark. absolutely. Based on that validation. Sure. And it's, it was weird because, like, maybe I posted the first podcast the day before, and I was like, okay, like, it's doing well. It's doing great. You know, a lot of good comments. And it's just, like, maybe the next episode, hopefully the next episode goes well. And I was just, like, thinking about this entire summer and just, like, the videos that I want to do. And it's just, like like can I do it you know like yeah. it was more just in my head it wasn't like an outside force that was you know sure. saying like you can't do this yeah it was just like okay just take a step back you know like you know people enjoy what you're doing and sometimes I just need to feed myself that you yeah. know of just like okay people enjoy what I'm making and enjoy the content that I'm doing you know because it it was hard at one point and that's mm. and that's the hard part you know because it's like okay like there's a big void that I need to fill, especially without track now. And it's just like, maybe not my usual. And I can yeah. maybe relate that back, especially last year yeah. when people were just like, sorry, can't hang out with your friends. There's this thing going around. Yeah. Can't see your loved ones, you know, like your usual. And especially having the ability to, you yeah. know, 
And so that was just kind of like, I guess, to a point kind of similar to that. It was just like, okay, we don't have our normal schedule routine that we've normally done. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, how do I fill this? It's like, should I be doing stuff right now? Should I be doing that? Like to, yeah. to better myself or like better my YouTube channel and, and your, and your DM really helped. And again, it, it eventually led to today, you know, <laughs> yeah. like it eventually led you, uh, led you onto the podcast, which is really awesome. So again, yeah. thank you for Absolutely. coming on. Uh, oh, of course. And, and of course. early op adoption of this. So like <laughs> when we look back when we're at 104 episodes, yeah, we can look back a hundred episodes ago and be like Samson Irish Lodge was on here, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I'm, like, really excited just to c about, like, this entire project. And Good. it was just, like, like, I was, like, thinking, I'm, like, oh, like, video, like, I, like, my most recent video got, like, almost, it's at 450 views. And I'm, like, I'm still happy with that, you yeah. know? Like, I understand maybe not, especially since I've been doing it for so long. Yeah, absolutely. Seven years. Like, there's people who are still subscribed that don't even know that they're subscribed mm -hmm. or don't even use their YouTube anymore or have a new one. So, like, I completely yeah. understand it. Yeah, so, yeah. like. Maybe I have 2,000 subscribers, but not everyone watches. Like, I completely understand yeah, that. And, absolutely. you know, and for some, maybe it's harder to realize. But when it comes down to it, I was just like, okay, like, that's a good video. You know, like, I didn't flop. Like, that's yeah. a good video, you yeah. know. And it's just like, how do I make the next one better? Yes. How do I make, make the next one more entertaining, more engaging? Yeah. You know, because it's a completely different feel. Because it's not like me sitting down being inspirational or motivational. Yeah. And more somber. Yeah, it's like this next video that's coming out. It's like more upbeat, very, oh, very like. It's just a different tone, and yeah, it's just like absolutely. I think back at like the videos that I made, and I'm just like, oh, I could have done that better, you know. And I even thought about it today. I was like, do I, I'm like, I don't have the shot that I need. Like, ah, oh, crap. Like I'm just like, like I like clench my fist. I'm like, ah, like come on. Like you know, like mm. I, I'm like, it's okay. Like it's okay. You can put that out there. You yeah, know? absolutely. Like it's not going to be perfect right now. But if you can still develop that sense of story or complication yeah. or, like, experience being oh, an yeah. entertainer, like, yeah. that's the biggest thing you can do no matter if it's, like, what you wanted or not. Mm -hmm. Your audience is not going to know what it was like if you don't express that, you yeah, know? So, absolutely. like, if you don't get that shot, it's fine. It's yeah. not the end of the world, you know? It's just learning and, and taking that to the next the next time that you come around, so. yeah. Just Absolutely. a weird, it, and I imagine, I imagine, especially with people who, you know, are down on themselves or feeling like things that are out of their control, you know, uh, especially since you're learning a lot about that. Psychology yeah. is a big thing. My sister yeah. thought about it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. I don't know if, yeah, I mean, she's young, she's 15. So yeah. she's like, oh, that's some cool, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I first got the idea of doing psychology or something with the mind when I was in like seventh grade. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. If it sticks with her, it'll w stick. Yeah. Is there was there something that was like, yeah, I'm gonna do it, or did it just kind of come and like, oh, that's pretty cool, and then kind of kept feeding that it was cool. Yeah. I think what ended up doing it was that at the time that I was like think like thinking about like the brain and psychology, I was like doing coaching and teaching for Taekwondo, mm -hmm. and I and uh, and I was getting to work with like so many different groups, whether that was like adults or or like really young kids, and. I was, it was just kind of realizing that, wow, these are fundamentally these very, very different people. And so I have to teach them in a way that's very different in order for yeah. them to do the exact same thing, yeah. right? So, so like the comments that I give to one kid about the exact same move are not going to work for the next yeah. or for the adult in the next class. Yeah. And so uh, I think that kind of interested me in like, well, what does that, why is that? And then I realized that I really just enjoy helping people and talking to people 
um, and kind of giving people a safe space. I sure. th- there's so much value in being able to be somewhere and actually feeling safe to express yourself Yeah. Uh, and to develop a relationship with yourself. I think something that's really hard about living in general is that when you are trying to think for yourself and develop your own identity, it is mostly based on what other people are pulling from you and the relationships you have. Yeah. And it's good because it gives you a more holistic view of yourself, so you're not just thinking on your own. But sometimes it gets hard to think about yourself, and it's hard to spend time with your emotions and know what that means for you, not for what it looks like to somebody else for for you to feel that way. Yeah. So therapy allows for that space and okay. so and so i really i think there's a lot of value in that yeah and, so. and what's the end goal with uh the mind like or mm. not as the mind to a point but like your education as yeah you know and what you want to do with psychology and sociology yeah so i think so so right now my primary focus is working with couples okay. um I, I i'm really that's something i've always really really wanted to do because there's a lot of to me, there's a lot of value in relationships, and especially yeah. in families. Yeah. Um, but right now, something that's piqued my interest is working with minority groups Okay. Um, and mental health. Right yeah. now, psychology does not do a great job of representing of representing minority groups at all. Sure. Because all the research that we do yeah. has to involve participants that are from majority groups. Oh, because gotcha. those are the really the only areas we pull from. Gotcha. And so a lot of diagnoses or ideas that we have behind certain things are pretty much only really accurate for white males. Sure. sure. Um, a really good example of this is um, to diagnose somebody with autism. Something that yeah. psychologists look at is eye contact. Okay. Um, but in some Eastern Asian cultures, having that kind of prolonged eye contact is seen as disrespectful. Gotcha. So if you had some kid who's coming from an Eastern Asian culture who might be having developmental issues, yeah. as someone says, and then you have the psychologist who's looking at it, they're like, yes, they're not giving me eye contact. They probably gotcha. have autism. Okay. That might not be accurate, yeah. but then it goes on their record. Every other oh. psychologist, doctor, school will treat them that way. Gotcha. And so a kid ends up becoming their diagnosis rather than their who they are as an yeah, individual. Yeah, in their own holistic self. Yes. Gotcha. Or their culture, or their environment. Yeah. And so... The therapy I'd like to do would be able to service those people. Okay. So I've looked at sports enhancement, or sorry, performance enhancement psychology. Gotcha. And that just pretty much means you're a mental health counselor for a sports team in a high school, middle school, professional, whatever. Absolutely. And I think that way I'd be able to work with minority groups uh, and them not have to be too concerned with insurance or oh, with yeah. paying because sure. instead of it being, oh, no, I have to go to therapy outside of yeah. school and stuff and I don't have the resources, it's just a part of practice and getting gotcha. better. Yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah. some of the things I'm thinking For about. For sure. Definitely thinking about being yeah. a professor, all that stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, so our master's, bachelor, doctorate? Yeah, so uh, I think – it's most likely that I'll go for a doctorate, but okay. at least yeah. a master's. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah, for sure. At least six. At least six. six. Yeah. 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 No, and that's really cool. Uh, I didn't know that it was mainly based on like majority. And, you know, like yeah. maybe that was just the way that was done, or there's certain things around that that works. But sure. like you said, I mean, there's so many diverse things, like you said, culturally based, where things can either be disrespectful or, like, as the one that you mentioned with that pro line prolonged eye contact yeah it could be seen as disrespectful but then that's also diagnosis of autism yeah so it's really difficult to kind of like like what we were talking earlier it's really hard to have a one-size-fits-all yeah you know absolutely um 
and it's maybe there's some misrepresentation and then maybe miss um diagnoses of yeah, that and absolutely. so it, and i don't know to an extent what that problem looks like mm-hmm. um because it, it, it seems like it can be very niche based um, yeah. to a point at in it to a, an extent uh, but that is really, really interesting just to kind of hear. Um, yeah. Because it's, you know, we have so many different uh, ways of moving, you know. And like you said, where that holistic self uh, is something that we maybe need to value a bit more or just yeah. understand yeah. more. Because uh, especially growing up, we're so young. This is all that we know. Mm-hmm. You know, I wonder what it would look like being homeschooled for your 18 years. Yeah. To what it would be like it through the more traditional being at school for those 18 years. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Like, what would that look like? Because th- maybe there's not so much outside voice that is coming in that maybe influences you in a way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like, what, would, what do you think that would be like, you know? Having somebody who yeah. doesn't have those outside voices. Yeah, and I think, and I think that's kind of issue when you take psychology and only focus on an individual and their symptomology yeah I th- there's so much value and so much importance in the environment and the system that you're a part of yeah and so it's like are you going to take somebody who's homeschooled and has had a much different life you put them in the therapy room you see that they don't have great I don't know interpersonal skills. Yeah. Um, or, yeah, like social skills. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And so, are you going to give them something like uh, like depression with uh, something on top of like an anxiety disorder? Yeah. Right, because they just seem to be low energy, or they can't seem to carry conversations, or they just seem to be too into their head, or is that just because well they're not necessarily around people that much? What did what does it really do giving someone yeah. that diagnosis yeah. if it has nothing to do with the environment they're in. Maybe they just need somebody to talk to. Maybe yeah. they need a therapist to uh, to help them develop this goal to make more friends, and then yeah. all of a sudden those things go away. Yeah. Right. So, so, so I think that's kind of where I'm at. I, gotcha. I, that I feel like that environmental focus is should at least be the first thing you look at before yeah. you decide yeah. to give somebody a diagnosis. Yeah, and especially so. like so uh, socioeconomic, you know, and what that environment's like. You know, maybe. It, parent household what mm-hmm. that's like uh in like uh, income and socioeconomic uh and just different variables like when yeah. we were in leadership like that was something that we really looked at and, and for me at least i i can't say that i mean it's it's so wide range i yeah. don't know if anybody else was in the same wavelength because this is just me thinking for myself that like when we see people from different schools yeah like we get people from uh kent meridian from Bellevue, these people uh, have two different semi socioeconomic areas. Yeah, you know. And where are you from? You're from Everett. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, a little bit north from there. Uh, you know Joe Hoffman. Yes. From Cascade. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. I love Joe. Love so that So we 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 work together on the state board of AWSL. Oh, so that sure, stands sure. for Association of Washington Student Leaders. Mm-hmm. And we worked on the state board and. Uh, he was on the board because we were working with the education, State Board of Education. Okay. That's, that was a term. Yeah. And so he was on the State Board of Education, and we kind of worked together on the State Board for Leadership. So education was really big because certain schools may not have the funding or just have generally a low impoverished population yeah. of students. Yeah. So, like, that entire environment is way different than somebody who – Maybe has it uh, a little bit easier with financial 
burden. Yeah. You know? And so like Bellevue, I'm, I use Bellevue as a, uh, as in a hypothetical, just because they are pretty, pretty rich uh, there. <laughs> yeah. And so like when we were at leadership camp, you know, like I, I'm going to treat people the exact same, you mm. know, treat me with respect. I'll treat you with respect. I'm not going to be like, Oh, you're wearing some really nice, like button up yeah. or like, you know, you look like a jock. I don't care. Like, I'm going to treat you just like you want to be treated. Yeah, you know? exactly. And I would hope the same in return, you know? And like I said, this is something that's just very personal. Like it's not, I can't say if there's 20 other people <laughs> that think the same. Yeah. So it's like, you see a whole bunch of drastically different people. Yeah. And especially think about it. Like you probably get the people who can't afford to go. Like, <laughs> yeah, like exactly. That's, that's a, that's a whole different kind of beast to even talk about of people beyond there, mm -hmm. you know, thinking about like, these are the people who can go and are in leadership, Yeah, you know, to think about those who aren't in leadership and who couldn't go, you yeah. know, like uh, luckily, luckily for us, uh, even though East Valley is, uh, like 80% low income. Wow. So we definitely get a lot of kids who come to school with their pajamas, come to school with the same shirt for the third day in a row, mm. you know, haven't really worn deodorant or, because they don't have any, yeah. you know, haven't used it in a while. Um, even the shower, hygienic type things, you know, you, that's pretty standard, Yeah, you know? And so like for us, we're the ones that can go, you know, like, and, and that's the thing, like we need to understand like who we represent. And even with what we were talking about early on is like, how do we represent the ideas that are beyond us? Yeah. You know? Yeah, 100%. Huge, especially in such a diverse country like yeah. like we have. Yeah. So it's just like a weird combination of like, okay, how do we fix an issue that's like doesn't really – we can't relate to, you yeah. know? Like I've been well off with showering, you know, hygienic. I don't go to school in my pajamas because it's not the only clothes that I have. Yes. So yeah, it's like sure. – how do we represent and how can we lend a helping hand to those who may need it? Yeah. That's all that they know. Yeah. You know? I, th I think that the hardest part is that the only way that, that we hear about issues, right, is that if somebody important brings it up. Yeah. And, and the issue with – I th I think something good about representation is that you have somebody who has a platform who can speak for you. Yes. I do think that the issue is, though, is that because they have to speak for you, it means that the people who are listening to that speaker don't take the group seriously. Yeah. And so, and so I think a lot of the time what we really need is to give people a platform to speak. But yeah. how things are set up now, getting a platform to speak is difficult. You yeah. have to, like, prove yourself in a lot of ways that aren't realistic yeah. for some people. And so I think we have this weird thing of, like, conflating this idea that, well, if you've done all of the work to get to the point where, where we'll listen to you, then it means what you have to say matters. Yeah. I can't get behind the idea that your experience does not matter unless you manage to get lucky enough to get to a point where someone is going to listen to yeah, you. Yeah, like, I guess a good, like, Greta Thunberg, like she's yes. 15, 16, yes. you know, like there's going to be people who don't take her seriously, which many are yeah. not taking her seriously just because she doesn't have a background. There's some type of proving point that, yeah, you know, exactly. an understanding and, and to a point, I, I, you know, that is true, Sure, you know, but like you can't really dog on somebody who's like putting himself out there to do something that's positive, Exactly, you know, and, and I guess same thing. And I guess we just keep running in a circle. It's 
different vessel, you yeah. know? And like some people agree with the way that she does it. Some people agree with what like the end goal is. It's like, do we have a common enemy? Sure, but we're taking two different vessels. It's just yeah. like we run into that same problem in that same cycle yeah. almost throughout any problem that we have. And so it's really difficult just to kind of like, like, okay, like, yeah, there's a group of people that are going to support you. Okay, they're on your side. The others don't. They're attacking that. And it's just like yeah. you just have the same thing that you had in any other problem. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Like, surely, like we said, like the UFO is cool thing, like, I think anybody could get on onto that. Yeah. And I guess maybe for those that aren't and, and maybe express their opinion, that's like, oh, this is like bad. Like, bro, just like it's not that deep, you know, yeah. like it's it's pretty chill. It's pretty cool if it is, you know, like it's just like something that we've always been in tune with for a lot yeah. for a certain portion. And like that environment is so huge, you know, like everyone has a different story to tell. And that's why. One of the like many reasons of why I want to start a podcast was stories. Yeah, you know, like you have a very unique story, as we mentioned earlier, with having a lesbian couple being your parents, which is not your more commonplace mm. thing. You know, you don't, especially in early two thousands. You know, and then especially nowadays, where there's a community that seemingly represents them to a point. It's just like, okay, well, is it more commonplace? I would say so. Yeah. Is it more acceptable? I would say so. I don't know what that obviously. There's no like statistic that says, "Oh yeah, it's more." You know, yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah, something like that. You know, and so there's, there's everyone has a story to tell, yeah, and everyone has a way to tell that story, whether that is in writing, whether that's in art, in dance, in, in just your experiences and talking to somebody else, mm -hmm. you know. And especially growing up, we find out these things. We find out what we like. We find out what we want to do in life. Yeah. You know, like I tried so many different sports. You know, I didn't fall in love with track until seventh grade. Yeah. I had the opportunity in fourth grade, but I didn't want to. Mm. I found it in seventh grade. You know, I did soccer twice at two separate parts of my life. I did baseball, flag football, you know, and we find out what we like and we find out that maybe, hey, we're good at something. But maybe that's because others give us the means to do so. Yes, a hundred percent, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I think we, like we said before, we're just very, very much shaped by our environment and the opportunities that are given to us. Yeah. Um. That's that's really just all it is, you know. Like like for some people, like like for example, if, if you take like rappers, yeah, and this idea that like most rappers are like like come out of the hood or whatever. Oh yeah, right? Compton, Chicago, yeah. some really strugglesome times. Exactly. Daddy left, mama's in limbo. Yeah, it's all this it's it's kind of like it's all the same story. Well, why is that? Well, if you're in a position like that and you have this necessity to express yourself and music is a modality of expression that's good and you can make it sound good, yeah. then it would make sense. It, that would make sense. Yeah. If you no one wants to very few people want to listen to music that has no sense of inspiration. Yeah. Nobody who has no sense of inspiration will write a good song. Yeah. Right? And, and, and so I think that's where it comes from. People, people typically will take struggles, take life experiences, and put it into yeah. music. Yeah. And good music typically comes from those people who had some crazy life experiences. Yeah. Right? You know. And so that's why, and that's why we kind of see it coming out of there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and I think there's some type of accelerant, you know. Like, if I told my parents at age 12 I'm going to start a podcast yeah. in the next three weeks, I'm going to change our spare room, 
do you really think that would be likely? Do you think that they'd get on board? Right. Uh, and especially now, especially when we become a little bit more independent, become financially sane as as people, we are able to do a little bit of those things that we want to do. Yeah. You know? Uh, and that somewhat of that validation is only accelerant as we grow up. Yeah. You know, we're 20 now. So either A, our parents expect us to do things that they want and or there is some type of level of validation that we can do those things, yeah. you know? And so, like, approaching my parents at age 12 to 20 would look drastically different with yeah. things like that, you know? Uh, and, you know, like, when you're a kid, I want to be an astronaut, I want to be a doctor, a firefighter, a policeman, I want to be a teacher, you know? Like, those things seem somewhat fictitious, you know? Yeah. There's not, I mean, we're kids. We know, we know <laughs> that we're just either A, imagine, you know, yeah. there's the few percentage that actually become those things, yeah. you know? And whether there's some validation behind those ideas is only, I guess, driven by maybe your age yeah. or just what you've already done before, you know? Like, if you were the confident, in confident kid in class, I guess, to a point, like in math, I was, I was a math, I'm a big math geek, so, like, math comes really easy to me. Sure. So, like, who's the person that they come to for tutoring? Yeah. The person who's good at math, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, it just makes sense because you've already semi-proven yourself, yeah. you know? And, you know, even then I still ask questions, yeah, you know? Course. And, like, like, think about it. Like, do you always go to the teacher? Sometimes you go to your peers, you yeah. know? Like, sometimes they have a different understanding, you know? And maybe there's some type of outside control or outside variable that you're like, I don't really like this teacher. They kind of teach really bad or teach yeah. a different way. Yeah. So you go to somebody who has a different way of thinking and a different way of actually teaching it, yeah. you know? And like, certainly mine may not come off easy because it just, it's just a way that I learn, yeah. you know? And it doesn't, it's not like I can help everybody who comes, you know? And so it's just like, there's so many different ways that you can move in that validation and just even do the things that you want to do. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So there's just that weird dynamic that like we talk so many so much about these different variables, you know, that can influence you, yeah. you know, like imagine, especially early on, you know, when maybe there's somebody bullying some other kid, yeah. you know, like maybe 13 years later, the just as traumatized, you know, yeah. and just as impacted from a, an experience that maybe didn't really mean so much. Yeah. You know, and it's just like. Wow. Like for me, who kind of just battled through that and had, you know, just like said whatever, you know, like my my experience is way different. Yeah. And maybe my outlook on life is so different, you know. Yeah. Maybe it just takes one thing, you know. There's a lot of people who find Christ, you know, as like a like when they're at their low rock bottom and find that that mode and, and that means of, you know, saving themselves yeah. to, to a point. You know, yeah. I don't know what the proper term is. You know, some people say like saved by Christ, you know. Yeah. And so, like, that's that's even a way, you know. And like you said, especially with uh, artists, you know, there's – I can definitely respect people who – or respect artists and, and people. Yeah. Any creative who uh, who has a big why. Yeah. Who has a huge why that yeah. is very relatable, especially coming from either a low socioeconomic background and yeah. doing everything for their family just so that they can be – financially free for the rest of their life. Yeah. Um, and, and that motivation, you know, and I think maybe that's why athletes work so hard mm -hmm. and that's why these artists write about these things that are so real to them, yeah. you know, because there's some authenticity behind it. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah. So it's just it's just like I I respect that. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely respectable, and I think it's and I think it's really necessary. I mean, having something like music that you can like turn to when yeah. you're feeling something and be able to feel heard. Yeah, it, it, it's it's huge. Music it promotes this feeling of that that you're actually not alone anymore. Yeah, and even if you're sad and you listen to a sad song, it makes you feel better because it's someone else telling you that they've gone through it too. Yeah, and like it would, which kind of validates that emotion. You're like, ah, yeah, yeah, you're right. It did suck. Yeah, and and someone else experienced too. And so I, I'm sure some. I'm sure everyone else is or has yeah. at some point. Yeah, there's yeah. this one NF song. NF is somebody who I really enjoy. Yeah, because there's so much on authenticity behind his lyrics. Yeah, uh, and there's so much that have plagued him for for years. Yeah. You know, and then that only you you take you go through this experience together. Mm-hmm. And so in his recent mixtape called Clouds, sure, he has a song called Just Like You. Even if my plane go- or even if my car goes off the highway. Or the plane that I get on decides it's my last day. I just want you to know that every there's something in your life uh, is okay. Mm. There's millions of us just like you, like you, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember going to that first Whitworth meet, and it just came out because March 30th was like our first Whitworth meet. Yeah, and it came out on the 26th, and I was in awe. Like I was crying on my way to the first track meet because Whoa. I was like that was just like that song felt so powerful. Yeah. And especially with how it goes and I'm just like, "Oh my god." Like it it just like you said it validates some type of emotion. Yeah. You know? And the good or the bad, you know? Like yeah. there's always there's always two sides to that. Yeah. Uh and so that validation of that emotion was huge and that's why I respect him so much. And Especially with Russ, like I love Russ uh, mm. as an artist. Yeah, yeah. He's an independent artist. You know, he's gonna do his own thing, and that's like yeah. what he wants to do. And in his songs, like he's always like, "I'm gonna bet on myself." You know, he, yeah. he made a recent song that's like, "I got my money on me. I do. I bet on myself. All in, all in." It is just like that's <laughs> you no, know, like yeah. you understand what he's doing. He's yeah. betting on himself. Yeah, you know. And even artists like. Eminem, like I, I love Eminem, yeah. you know, and maybe sure, whatever there's baggage behind any of the lyrics, sure, whatever. Yeah. But like you understand his story and you understand that he lived in a trailer park with an abusive mom and stepdad. Yeah. And he had a kid very early on and he's gone through marriage and he's battled through drugs and addiction. Mm-hmm. He lost his best friend in 06. You know, you understand that. And, and I guess, especially when people do something that you don't fully understand. Once you understand it, it becomes it becomes way more acceptable to you. Yeah. And to outsiders. Absolutely. You know, like Absolutely. I haven't gone through any traumatic experience in my life. Sure. That's like, oh, I'm doing this for I'm doing this podcast and I know it's gonna take off because I'm doing it for this and that. Yeah. You know, like I've had a few relatives die. Uh, I had my great grandmother die, but it kinda makes sense. Sure. She's old. Yeah. I mean, she's my great grandmother. She's not even my yeah. grandma. Yeah. You know, I didn't lose a loved one, you know, yeah. I didn't I didn't have, you know, uh a, a dad that wasn't in the household, a mom that wasn't in the household. You yeah. know, I have a sister with me, you know. Um, there's so many things that could have gone into a trajectory that I just unforeseen. Yeah. But, like, I really haven't had that. But at the same time, I also have, you know. There's been times where it feels like everyone's against me. Yeah. You know, and, it, and there's been times that have felt, that I felt that it was only me going through this, yeah. you know. And it's just a weird feeling because it's like, it doesn't seem valid, but it also does. And so that's like uh, when I was talking to Bloda on episode three, 
we talked about like our coping mechanisms, right. you know, like a lot of people choose alcohol or like a quick fix, whatever sure. those look like drugs, alcohol, smoking, whatever that is, you know, for me, that's writing, that's writing music, reading books, yeah. shooting hoops, you know, yeah. that's like my, I guess, quote unquote, quick fix sure. in a society like this, you know, like I've never drank, I've never smoked. But, like, for so many people, that's all that they know or the only yeah. thing that they've seen. You know, my dad my dad drinks beer on the weekends. You know, my mom used to drink wine back, you know, like five years ago. Yeah. You know, like, surely alcohol was around. Never even taken a sip of it, you know? <laughs> so yeah. it's just, like, that's, again, that also, like, seems like why I don't know if my parents are my parents. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... At the same time, it's just like there's these quick fixes for so many different people. And yeah. again, there also seems like there's like one size fits all to a point, you know, like everyone either A, chooses alcohol or like, sure. you know, like that sure. s- seems like the like first choice, you know, sure. uh, like for me, that's just music, you know, yeah. and especially when there's music out there that validates your emotion yeah. and how you're feeling. It's so powerful. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Like, there's a few songs, like, that I put out, like, Let's Be Friends. Hmm. Like, that's, a, I mean, like, based on the title, you can kind of get an idea of what it's like. And it's just my relationships of always, like, getting friend-zoned, you know? Sure. And certainly there's a message behind it, but, like, it's just, like, this is what I went through. Yeah. I don't know if you relate to it, but <laughs> it is what it is, you yeah. know? And then, like, uh, Gemini. That was, like... Sure. Like, this is who I am. This is, like, a song about me, you know? Like, this is what I've gone through. And it's, like, um, the haters quake, the haters keep quaking, the traders keep shaking, the, like, something like that. And it's just, like, all these people that, you know, have doubted me over the years, you know? And yeah. it's just, like, I'm proving them wrong. Yeah. Like, I'm the crazy jumping Gemini. <laughs> I won state, you know? Yeah. And that's, like, I guess, like, I didn't prove that to prove them wrong, I proved that to prove that to myself, you yeah, know? Yeah, absolutely. And that only just feeds back down into, like, hey, I know you thought bad about me, but, like, look at what I've done, you know? Yeah. I understand if you're not satisfied with what I'm done, but I'm satisfied with what I've done. Yeah. You know? And then there's, like, um, like the one on my – on my th- these are songs from my uh, EP, Fact of Fiction, my album, e- uh, sure, Fact sure. of Fiction. The one, this is, like, uh, basically talking about – me being like the one, you know, like I mm. got to think of myself as a champion to be a champion, you sure. know, and I got to think of myself as a, as a high point, you know, because I always think about like, if you don't reach your goals, just aim higher. You know, it's yeah. not like, don't make your goals more realistic to me, but also <laughs> keep them realistic. But yeah. it's like, okay, I didn't reach that goal. So I need to aim higher to reach the goal that I wanted to beforehand, yeah. you know? And so it's just like always reaching higher and always having a way to, express myself and yeah. to do the things that I want to do. And that's again, what being a nationer is Yeah, absolutely. to do the things that you want to do and to remember to love the life you lived and live the life you love. Yeah. You know, so that's like the biggest thing for me. Yeah. I may not have a why and I may not have like some traumatic experience or yeah. an experience that felt like, dang, like this is the end all, you know, but it's like, this is my life. This is what I've gone through and I'm willing to share that. I'm willing to be yeah. vulnerable yeah. In that, you know, and this is a place that I can be vulnerable, you know, and talk yeah. about the things that are maybe taboo or like I can't fit into a video, you know, uh-huh. like conversations like this, yeah. you know, yeah. surely this is like a, maybe a car conversation or like after <laughs> this, when we get dinner, you know, like, yeah. this is like a conversation like that, you yeah. know? So like, 
there, is there a time that you felt like maybe there was like some vulnerability in you and like sure. you're willing to express that, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think that, I mean, I, I think with anything like, like being adopted is, is can be a difficult thing to, to navigate. Um, for me, it was always this thing of like, try like almost having to prove myself um, because of this idea that, well, one family didn't want me. So I have to make sure mm. that everyone else in my life does. Gotcha. Um, so, so I think there was that, but I don't know. Also at the same time, it's like, I think we get a little bit too concerned with comparing traumas gotcha. uh, and, tra- yeah, and trauma absolutely. comparison because like, I, in my opinion, I don't think it necessarily matters what happened. I think it more matters how you feel. Yeah. Because that's the only way you would know how to take care of it. Like, yeah. for example, if if you took, like, so like, a random person who was vulnerable on the street and someone walked up to them and punched them in the face and it was traumatic and they felt awful about it, then you would have to deal with that differently mm-hmm. than if you had, like, Conor McGregor who was out on the street and someone punched him in the face and he laughs it off, yeah. right? Like, it, it's literally the exact same thing that happens, but they experience it very differently. Yeah. And the only thing that you could focus on would be the way that they feel about it. Yeah. So, so I think... What, what can be really hard is that people don't feel comfortable being vulnerable about ex- expressing what's happening to them because they think that somebody had it worse. Oh, um, yeah, absolutely. Or they, or they think that their problem may be too big for somebody to handle. Um, it, it's, all, it's always just like compare and contrast yeah. of like what's happening to me. And, yeah. uh, and objectively speaking, like, is this important enough to say? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I just think that if, if it spark something in you if if it if it hurts if it makes you happy if it makes you laugh then it's something worth expressing um and for some people they might not necessarily get it but there will be somebody who does yeah um and that's why i think that like people can like uh, mass amounts of people from all sorts of different backgrounds can enjoy one song right like if you like if you take like any song from like j cole yeah he he talks a lot about his experiences growing up in terrible places, especially being a a black person. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, especially in his most recent album. You yeah, know, absolutely. Talking yeah. about people dying right in front of him and all yeah, this stuff. Yeah, there there's probably not most of his fan base probably hasn't actually experienced that. Yeah, but I'm sure that they've experienced hardship. I'm sure yeah. that they might have experienced loss. I'm sure that they've might have experienced fear. And in the same way that he had to be able to pick himself up to get where he is, other people might have had to do the same yeah. thing too. Something really scary happened to me. Maybe it wasn't someone who got shot, but yeah. maybe uh, maybe it was just like a class presentation or something. Yeah, that, that, that terrified car accident, me. You know? anything. It terrified yeah. me, but I had to get past it. Oh, yeah. and he had something like that too. Yeah. And you can still relate to it. You can still feel that yeah. emotion. Yeah, you know? yeah. Neighbors is a good song by him, especially yes. talking about like, uh, like. Growing up, especially being a black man, you know, maybe yeah. not being represented, and, and I think the neighbors, especially, is a good title for it. Yeah, you know, just because it, it makes sense when you listen to the song. Yeah. Um, there's one song. Um, I forget how it, I forget the title of it, but it's like, um, police come faster and in, 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 uh, nine one one in white neighborhoods. Uh, yeah. I forget the song title. Oh but, yeah. But it like it, it makes yeah, sense yeah, when yeah. you listen to the song, um, and especially like um what you were talking about where there's like some type of ex- it, 
you're not necessarily doing everything with intent that it's going to change something, yeah. but you're just putting yourself out there mm. because maybe somebody has gone through the same experience and maybe objectively speaking that you said they are either a like afraid to, or just like they yeah. have a different experience, you know? And so like uh, recently, I don't know if you heard about this. Um, this happened today. Uh, Raiders, uh, I don't, uh, D-Line. He, he plays for the D-Line. I'm okay. a big Raiders fan, so sure, he's sure. like D-Line. Uh, his name's Carl Nassib. Okay. I don't know if I pronounced his last name correct. It might be Nassib. Okay. I'm going to say Nassib. Um, he came out as gay today. Whoa, that's huge. Like, and he made it like no big deal. He like had like a little video on his like Instagram. He's like, hey, I just uh, wanted to say, you know, I'm gay. <laughs> Like, yeah, I mean, so it. nonchalantly. Yeah. Like, and it's like, it's like as a society, either way, A, we celebrate that, but reasonably so just because like it, it's not the more commonplace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, one comment was like, I hope one day this is where like, we're not going to feel like this is news newsworthy. Yeah. You know? And yeah. like, even I feel like that. I'm just like, why does it matter? Like, <laughs> I mean, you come yeah. out as gay. That's cool. Like, I'm not going to treat you any differently. Yeah. You know? And, and again, that's just individually, yeah, you know, absolutely. speaking. And, you know, like most of the comments either A, don't really care or like, like, like say like who cares or like why does this matter? Or like especially with Pride Month, like that's a, yeah. you know, uh, a big month for especially a community that has either A, been misrepresented yeah, or just maybe underrepresented. I don't know to yeah. a point because I'm not a part of that community like as a, as a person. Sure. Uh, and like he just said, I just wanted to take a quick moment to say that I'm gay. I've been meaning to do this for a while, but I feel comfortable getting it off my chest. Yeah. Like, super nonchalantly. Absolutely. Like, I mean, it, like, and it's weird because it's like, like, I guess to a point, like, it, it shouldn't be that we have to come out as gay. Like, it's like, like, uh, there was one TikTok, like, a while back. It's like, what about if everyone came out as straight? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> right. it's just like, okay. Like, I get what your point is, but sure. like, to a point, majority of people are typically straight. You know? Yeah. It's like. Like you said, when you were talking about your psychology, yeah, like they take rather the majority because maybe either yeah. a it affects more people or that's just the way that they take it. Yeah, and so like for somebody like uh, Carl, who you know who's super nonchalant, he's like, I'm not doing yeah. this for attention. And, and again, a lot of it comes down to intention. Yeah, you know, because exactly. some people do it for the for the thing like Billie Eilish, like. A lot of people were on her like last week because sure. she posted like a, 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 a Instagram photo where her, the caption was like, I love girls, oh, especially sure. a month like this. Like, yeah. I don't know if there was literally any th- intention behind that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was like, I love girls. Like as like, <laughs> I love girls. Like they're yeah, my favorite, sure. you know, yeah, I love yeah, yeah. them. And it was just a photo with all her friends. Yeah. And then like, then she was like on a date, she was pictured with her boyfriend or whatever their relationship yeah. status is. Like, people were, like, calling her queer baiting, you know, oh, or, yeah, like, sure. it's just, like, who the heck cares? <laughs> like, I don't literally care. Like, she just put out something, like, what is her intention? You yeah. know, like, like this guy, he's, like, I'm not doing this for any any intention. Yeah. Like, I'm a pretty private person. I imagine 99% of people don't even know who he is until this, <laughs> you know. And surely, I, like I said, like, there was comments that say, you know, like, I hope there's a day that this isn't newsworthy. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, and I think, I don't know, I always I always think that's weird. Because it's like, yes, I do hope that at some point, you know, we won't have to make it like a thing. Like a spectacle yes. or something. But also at the same time, I, I think it's weird that people are like, well, I don't know. It, just think about straight people coming out as straight. I, I, I can understand it with the with the thought process that, 
from what I understand for people, it's just like their sexuality is just their sexuality, yeah. right? Right? Like, like they came out of the womb and then they just began They've to understand a, yeah, that's how yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, so, so I can get that. However, I think that the reason that it's important for people to be able to say that is because for one, it's a part of their identity. Yeah. And two, it's a part of their identity that most likely saw conflict. Yeah, right? yeah, saw some friction within exactly. doing that. Yeah, and so and so that's why there's a necessity and this power and a sense yeah. of empowerment in doing that. Right, like th- this is me getting over the conflict. This yeah. is me being able to say this to everybody I know. Yeah, um, w- which is huge because then it can feel like it's actually a part of your identity because yeah. your identity is also for yourself, but your identity is also how other people are seeing you as well. Yeah. Or at least it feels that way. Sure, 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 sure. So, uh, so this idea that you're putting it out there, you're like, yes, now I'm fully myself. I'm proud to fully be myself. Yeah, I don't yeah. have to hide any part of myself. Yeah. So I think that's why why it's just so big. And And yeah, I would like it to be different, but I also don't like when people try to undermine it for the Yeah, yeah, for, absolutely. For sake, yeah, I know? think there's some some purity to it, you know. Yeah. And, and surely I don't know what Carl's gone through, you know. Yeah, but exactly. Like, um you know, especially when you, religion comes into into play, you know. Yeah. Um especially a lot of Middle Eastern religions uh or that's just like I mean, they keep it to a point from transcript, you know, from yeah. what they, you know, learn in the Bible or whatever they're uh, their modes of learning it is absolutely you know and then there's you know certain religions that uh especially non-religious people don't care because it it's not yeah. like something that they're following you know and i yeah. think there's some divide between religious and non-religious sometimes and you know people of uh you know people who have a darker complexion to people who don't you know and it's just yeah. like it's like okay like come on you know like we can work together you know yeah. like we just need to see eye to eye and like i said sometimes we just need to agree to disagree you yeah know? exactly and and that's why I guess maybe sometimes I like that state kind of thing, you know, because mm-hmm. then it's not like one thing, you know, is like overarching everybody when like yeah. fifty, like twenty five states agree and the others don't, you know. <laughs> it's like state by state, especially with like yeah. marijuana. That was like a huge thing that like Colorado and Washington was like first to adopt in twenty thirteen. Yeah, you know, and it was like okay, well, if you really want to, maybe just move to one of those states, yeah. or like wait until your state kind of does that. Gambling uh, and betting yeah. was only in Nevada. They've right. now opened it to more states, you know, and so that's been a huge thing. And that's like, I mean, maybe not doesn't have a whole lot of baggage just because gambling is like, OK, either you gamble or don't gamble, you know. Yeah. So it's like it doesn't have a huge uh, impact, but there's there's certain things that do hold a lot of weight. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe there isn't much of the spotlight on. Things that are maybe n- traditional to a point, you know, yeah. like, you know, like with that whole, like, come out of straight, like, okay, sure, but, like, at the same point, you're kind of just taking it too far, you know? Like, yeah. there's, there's like, okay, like, we understand what you're saying, <laughs> but, like, again, you know, like, yeah. there's, a, there's a, some purity in that, in that natural, just, like, you know, here's the conflict that I've gone through, you know, like, like I said, I don't know what he's gone through. He probably just said it super nonchalantly, yeah. you know? Like, the way that he approached it was, like, okay, like, hey, I'm, I'm gay, you know? And Michael yeah. Sam was made a spectacle of being the first openly gay NFL player. Yeah. Um, and just like it, I, I, and I think sometimes it's hard for people to voice their opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's especially when it's like something that isn't talked about so much, you know, especially like 
it, it, especially when it's like conflicting something when a lot of people are just going to attack you, you know, and it, and that was really hard, especially for, for me, you know, it's like, I have certain opinions that like mm. are going to be maybe controversial to a point, but sure. it's just like, like, I understand where you're coming from. You know, I'm not going to like undermine you as a human. This yeah. is just what I understand. This is my understanding at this point, you know, and I'm willing to learn. But, like, just work with me, you know? <laughs> like, as if, if a teacher was yelling at me because I didn't know two plus two, you know, imagine how hard it would be for me to even listen. Yeah, you know? exactly. So it's just like, hey, I'm willing to work with you. You know, like, I'm a, not a religious person. So, like, a lot of those things with, with sexuality and marriage, like, have no moral or merit to me at all, yeah. you know? Um, and, like, especially, like, sexuality. Like, who the heck cares, exactly. you know? Like, I look at anybody, and I'm just like, yeah, they're pretty attractive. Like, I think David Beckham's a very attractive man. Yeah, I mean, Ryan Gosling. Like, do I like him in a in an intimate way? No, but, like, <laughs> I can call him attractive. Yeah. And, and for any girl that I like, you know, like, I like girls. Like, that's, that's who I am, you yeah. know? And I'm not going to shame anybody for a guy liking a guy or a girl liking a girl, you know, or or anything that's – in between, you know, especially yeah. nowadays, who the heck knows what's in between there. But I mean, I think it's just sometimes hard for people to voice those opinions, yeah. especially when they are seemingly controversial. Uh, and not to say that all of mine are like controversial, you know, it's not like, yeah. you know, like I respect our policemen, but I also respect those who are underrepresented, Yeah, you know? Absolutely. And so like, it's just like, okay, like I have an opinion that like, a majority of people take an opinion that the other majority take. Yeah. It's like, I understand like, because I can empathize. I can't empathize, but I can sympathize because especially with my leadership background, I've really un started to understand and unfold a lot of these creases that have been unironed. Yeah. You know? And like, I understand maybe not everybody's in the same boat, you know, we're all taking these different vessels to a different, uh, on a different route, you know, to an end goal, yeah. you know? So it's just like, yeah, like I can, I can like, all, I can support all these things, you know, but like just because I support one doesn't mean the other attacks me and then vice versa, yeah. you know? And it's just like, and for me, like I, um, like as an entertainer, like, and especially being a creator, mm -hmm. uh, it's very taboo to talk about your political stance or right. yeah. uh, things like that because you, you definitely lose an audience, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's and it's hard because like as somebody who values a lot of our, our positive history and uh, and being free and being somebody who uh, can actually voice their opinion because there's places out there you can't even speak up against anybody who yeah. holds any power and it's just really difficult you know like maybe just understanding where I come from because maybe you can't voice that opinion yeah you know and something like this is why I can do that you know in, in confidence you know. And it's just, like, maybe there's a fear of losing an audience, but, like, there's also, like, I just want anybody listening to understand that, like, this is who I am, yeah. you know? And, like, I'm going to respect you for who you are, you know? Like, whatever you are, even that's even if that's different than what I am, you know? Yeah. Like, I understand that, you know? And so, like, even last year was a weird time for me because it's, like, I don't understand the full spectrum of things, you know? Um, like, to a point, like, I understand, like, if I do get pulled over – you know, as, as an Mexican American, you know, like I feel pretty safe, you know, sure. like I, I always put my hands out that, you know, I'm always going to put my hands out to make sure that like their life is also protected, sure. you know, and under, and I understand those experiences, you know, and, um, 
certainly like when somebody says like you know for this instant you know like a black man mm-hmm. when they get pulled over you know their life is hypothetically more in danger than if it were a, a white man you yeah. know and, but it's like to a point like i'm just like okay but like let's dial this back let's unveil something like sure like i want to understand why that was the conclusion or something like that yeah, you yeah, know yeah. and it's so like i want to understand certain things that uh I want to know how you got to that conclusion. You know, yeah. is it something that you felt because of something early in your life? Yeah. Or if it was something uh, like, especially just unveiling those creases that were unironed, you know? And yeah. it's just like, I can't just take it for with a grain of salt and just be like, okay, that's the way that it is. You yeah. know, I really want to understand these things, you know, and I don't want to jump onto a conclusion that maybe is ill veined or maybe just not true or yeah. maybe just like, invalidated or just like anything like that you know and certainly it's the same way backwards you know so like even last year with like especially the stuff going down in may i mean it was just really difficult because it's like okay some people see me as a white dude some people see me as a mexican dude you know so it's like how do i navigate this how do i how do i go around that you know like like do i like approach somebody who like not every minority is oppressed. Yeah. Like there's there's you know there's minorities who who lean on a non traditional way, sure. You know and, and don't really care you know and have a whole different take you yeah. know on things you know like not every uh, Pacific Islander understands it. It's not like one size fits all you know. Yeah. It's not like I had an experience with you. You're the only person that I know who's a minority. Every minority acts the exact same way. Yeah. And that's and I, I think some people really get into an echo chamber of that. Yeah. Of like one size fits all, yeah. you know? And so that's I guess this is always leads back to like how the states are run. You yeah. know, it's just like we have so many diverse ideas, you know, like you said. It's like we can't just be like, here's a hat, you know, it's a one size fits all. <laughs> Make it work. Yeah. You know? we all have so many drastic ideas. Like, think about it. Like if I put a hat on you like right now with, with what you got, yeah, it would be so hard for it to be snug or it would be difficult. It fit different than like, imagine if my hair was up yeah, and it didn't have that little opening in the back. How do you think I'd wear the hat? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. So it's just like, we have so many different ideas and so many ways to move around it, you know, and so yeah. many solutions that, some think are good, some think are not so good, you know? So, like, what are your thoughts yeah. on that before we wrap it up? Yeah, I think th- th- there's this thing that, that I actually learned in a, in a social psychology course, and it's called, um, uh, I think it's called the one-shot correlation theory. And it's that um, it, it's been researched and tested that people are more likely to make a general rule of thumb for a minority group based on one small thing if they don't understand what that group is and so oh, gotcha so, so like how they tested it was that they had they had people like read a bunch of like really weird things like uh, this tribe in in africa like everyone in there rides a unicycle or whatever or okay. like one person in there rides a unicycle gotcha. um or like uh, you have someone who's a Pacific Islander, and uh, at their house they have twenty three chickens or whatever. Okay. And so then afterwards, they had people read all these kinds of things from majority groups, out groups, whatever. Yeah. And they found that participants who read 
things that were about a minority group that had some sort of strange behavior okay. were more likely to believe that that was the same behavior for everyone or to be more curious about if that was, right? Okay. So if you had read something, it was like, this tribe in Africa, this one person rides a unicycle. Your next question would be, oh, I wonder if everyone in that tribe or everyone in Africa also rides gotcha. a unicycle yeah. as common practice. Um, and if people don't make that step to look it up, then they just Assume. start to believe it. Gotcha. Yeah. And so and so that's kind of the issue that we have. When we have things like social media in general yeah. or like the yeah. news or whatever, however the news is going to portray that minority, if you don't know people who are within that group, that's all you can base it on. Gotcha. And yeah. then as human beings, we are not comfortable with things that are unknown most yeah. of the time. Yeah. And so in our minds, we start to make those assumptions. So it's gotcha. easier for us to have an understanding of the world around us. Gotcha. And yeah. so if you don't know that many people or individuals that are in minority groups, which is likely because they are a minority group, yeah. Yeah. then you're not going to represent them in the, in the correct light, right? Gotcha. You're yeah, going yeah, yeah. to make all these assumptions. Every African-American thinks this yeah. way. Every, every Pacific Islander acts this way. Yeah, right? yeah. well, even think about yeah. it. You have two moms. I imagine, like, do you call, like, this is not me, but yeah, I imagine yeah. you maybe get the question, like, do you call one mom and one dad, or you just call them moms? <laughs> or Yeah. Like, you know, like, especially when that's, like, you have no idea. Yes, like, yeah, like, exactly. Like, I even asked you this question, you know, or, like, somebody that doesn't know, you know, like it's, like I said, it's not one size fits all, you know, some, yeah. someone might call, especially with like two, two guys as, yeah. as their parents do want, do maybe one acts more feminine, one more, one, one acts more masculine. Sure. Maybe the, the child calls one mom and one dad. Sure. But then in another family in the same situation who has maybe two feminine or two masculine dads, like doesn't call them. Mom yeah. and dad, they call them like my parents. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's anything like, like that. So I guess that kind of relates to what you were talking about. Like yeah. if that unknown aspect is so, uh, so dissolvable, yeah. like a tablet. It's just like you put it in the water and it's like apparently that fills up this entire void. Yeah. You know, and that fills up this entire container. And apparently when I drink from it, this is everything that I like. Yeah. Everything has it. So exactly. It's a, uh, it's, it's a weird theory and it's an interesting theory to say the least because like yeah. i guess if you don't know it but like you can understand it you can understand the theory you know and maybe not always where it's applied yeah but like you can definitely understand that concept uh applied to s so many different areas you yeah. know like i have a sibling that mm. my like if like my friend casey only he's the only child like his yeah. entire reality is so different you know for 18 20 years we're not 18 anymore 20 years uh, even though he's had like a few uh billets he's a billet sure for which is like for hockey they house like the oh players. Yeah, yeah, yeah so because yeah. a lot of people are international or come from canada different, yeah. different states so they need a place to stay the hockey families typically billet for him and so he's like you know he's had like i guess brothers yeah but for like six months yeah, you know so exactly. it's like Never got that full experience, and especially there's just so many different variables that play into that. Um, one final question for you, Samson. Okay. Who is Samson Irish Lodge? Hmm. Who is Samson Irish Lodge? Huh. I think that Samson Irish Lodge 
is a creator and a creative. Yes. I can say I can say that confidently. Nice. Yes. Nice. I love that. Short and sweet, very mm-hmm. open-ended, and I like it. Yeah. I like it because for those who definitely watched this entire podcast, definitely understand what that means Yeah. to a point, to an extent. Yeah. And, yeah, it was great talking to you, Samson. It was wonderful. I'm what a great time. I'm glad to have you on. Yes, so I know. I only here. said like an hour 15, hour 30. We went for almost two hours, which is great. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love yeah. these conversations because it's just a way that we both can express our ideas yeah. and what are you know what we've practiced and what we've learned and for us to learn from each other. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And that's the big thing. It's the big thing that especially – we don't get all the time, you know, like if you're just texting somebody, there's, you know, yeah, exactly. There's not really that, that purity behind it, you know? Yeah. So definitely, definitely. Uh, this is just the way to do it. You know, I love I it. Agree. I love it. And I'm glad to have you on. Yes. Glad we, to be here. We wouldn't have had you on if you hadn't reached out. Oh yeah. So absolutely. My friend, anyways, nationers, um, remember to subscribe, like the video. Oh yeah. Remember to love the life you live and the life you love. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace. Peace.